afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Southern Cross Stadium for today's WNBL clash between the home team, the Canberra Transact Capitals, and the visiting side, the Adelaide Lightning. Good afternoon to Michelle Hocking. Another big Adelaide Caps duel out here at Togarong. It is, and we always look forward to an Adelaide-Canberra clash. Um, particularly, you know, there's some history here between these teams. Perennial uh, big games in finals, you know, the whole issue around... The on and off the court. On and, up, <laughs> on and off the court, that's They can right. pretend it doesn't exist, but it's, it's it, there. It's definitely there, and, uh, you know, Adelaide are travelling really well at the moment. They're sitting 4-0, and zero, sitting in second spot. Caps haven't had quite as good start to the season, and, uh, you know, have a good win against Sydney on Friday night and um, you know I just think it's going to be a great great game to, to this afternoon Yeah you touched on it there Michelle both these teams played Friday night uh, the Capitals with a uh, second quarter second uh, sorry two second buzzer beater from Natty Hurst to uh, to put the Caps up 74 to 72 against Sydney the um, the the Lightning had a slightly easier game against town against the AIS. They won that game 77 to 52. We're just going to uh, pause for the national anthem now, and we'll cross and have a chat with some of the coaches in just a moment. Assistant coach for the Caps. Um, pretty close game on Friday night. How are the girls feeling? Um, they're feeling good after the win. I mean, it's uh, wins always makes us feel good. Uh, Two point game. You know we. Uh, they had a good lead. We came back. Um, so, you know, in the end, basically, it was just like we won the second and third quarter. They won the first and fourth quarter. So it was a pretty even game, but two-point win, we'll take it. Nadia Hurst did get us home. She made a tough shot. Um, but, you know, she practices that all the time in individuals and stuff. So that's, you know, that's uh, credit to her as, a, as a, the player that she is. Um, you know, it was a good game. Like, And when I say that is that the... Um, the Flames made some tough shots. We came back and we made some tough shots. So it was actually a pretty good quality game to watch, and especially that last quarter because you go two to good teams going at it and just finish them with tough shots. But like I said, you know, we had six seconds left. Uh, coach drew up a play. Natty executed it perfectly, and, and that's what you want. That's what you want. One of the spots where we've seen to struggle from the beginning of the season has been rebounding, um, and then going up like against Susie Bakovic, who's the centre for the Opals. We seem to really pick up and lift on Friday night as well. Was that the case? I think it definitely was. I mean, it's been a focus for us for the last couple of weeks, but, you know, just because you make it a focus, I mean, we, the coaches can't get out there and make the, t- the girls do it, so <laughs> it's one of those things, but we keep drilling it, um, and, you know, I think sometimes when you're playing the better teams, that's just sometimes what it needs to, to make you go, you know, we really have to get that position game. Exactly, and it's like, you know, when you've got two Opals in Porter and Bakovic in there, you know, it's like, well, we know that they're going to go off the board, and look, Sydney did rebound hard, I think they still won the possession game, but we came up with some crucial ones that we needed to, so that's, uh, that was the difference, I think. So what do you think we need to do today to, to get over the 4-0 uh, Adelaide team? I think, look, Adelaide um, are traditionally, like, they haven't changed much. They're just the same. They like, like to shoot the three ball. They like to penetrate. They like to kick it out. So we just have to focus on containing our own man first. Um, if we can do that, then we don't cause help, help situations where we need rotations. Um, so obviously uh, contain our own man and then actually hand up on the three. So we're hoping that that um, will work for us. Obviously, we've got, we're probably this year we've got a bit of a size advantage against this team. Uh, a lot of other teams that we haven't. So that's what we're hoping to go inside against them as well. And we always like to lift the coach Lucas as well against Adelaide. Exactly. I mean, it helps, you know. He's always, uh, he wants to beat his old team and stuff, which is fair enough. So, yeah, it's good to have some inside knowledge as well on some players. Have a great one and we'll catch you after the game. But Vicky Volk here with you for Adelaide. 4-0, wonderful start to the season. How are the girls travelling? Yeah, all right. We had a great day off and just relaxed in Canberra. Beautiful day. So we're ready to we go did put on a good day for you. It was a beautiful day. So we're ready to go to today. 
so that everyone's feeling relaxed. We noticed no Jess Foley hasn't suited up again. No, Jess is never going to come this weekend. Okay. So, yeah, we're hoping that she'll be right. Well, she wants to be right for next weekend. Excellent. So it's not, nothing too serious, nothing to worry about? No, she rolled her ankle, come off someone's foot last weekend in Perth. So there you have it, the, both coaches there, pretty upbeat and uh, looking forward to today's game. The game's got the uh, potential to shape the the, uh, the leaderboard a bit at the moment. Michelle, the Caps are at 3-2 and two in fifth place. Adelaide are second on 4-0. and oh. So Adelaide dropped the game, they would go back uh, down to third. The Capitals with the potential to move up to uh, fourth. But of course that's dependent on other games that are on today as well. We've, uh, we've also got on today Bendigo against Dandenong at 2pm this afternoon and Logan will be hosting Perth at and 2 o'clock this afternoon up in Queensland. Bendigo to knock over um, Dandenong yeah. given current form and probably Logan I would say will beat Perth. Like, Perth have been travelling pretty well uh, for the start of the season so you know some games today that could make it shape the, uh, the season a little bit. No, definitely so definitely not the easy beats that uh, they've maybe been over the last couple of seasons and we've talked about some of their imports coming in and it looks like things are, are travelling along nicely. So let's talk about this game today uh, Simon, it's looking at this, we've got Jess McCormick is coming into the Canberra lineup. Been waiting have, a while for her? We have been waiting a while from her, she's a Kiwi, we haven't seen her play in Canberra yet, she did play on Friday night uh, in Sydney and played about 10 minutes. Um, you know, racked up a couple of fouls and uh, I think she scored a few rebounds a few there. rebounds, a few points. Which um, is what we need her. Well, that's right. Uh, you know, Canberra has been uh, struggling on the boards with um, Abby Bishop being out of the lineup and Tracy Beattie being on limited minutes. Um, a lot of the rebounding load has landed on Mar- Mariana Tolo and uh, so it's good for them to have another big body to throw in there with Hannah Bowley um, to, you know, help out Mariana. Of course, um, Abby Bishop was out there sort of warming up with the girls. You get you get the feeling she is just chomping at the bit to get back on the court. She is. I was sitting with her at the um, ACT Sports Star Award dinners on, on Friday night and she's back. She's doing everything but contact. So she's That's shooting right. the ball. She's on track to be back on the court in December and she can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah, just McCormick coming in, it's, it's going to just give us that. I mean, we've heard Graffy talk about it. We've read the media and stuff. Just hoping to give us that bit of extra size and a bit of extra oomph on the on the rebounds, we talked briefly with Stanley Tomlin about it. It's just an area we've been a little weak on, that possession game under the basket. Absolutely. Possession game is so important for Canberra because it gets them into their transition game as well and, and that's really where Canberra can turn the momentum in games. So absolutely critical that, that they do that. And look, hey, Mariana Tolo has had two good outings in the last two games. She uh, went a double-double on uh, Friday night against Sydney. I think 23 points and 15 boards. And I think the week before... Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she certainly, uh, you know, racked up, her, I think it was her career-high point scoring in the 30s, yeah. and she was uh, certainly up in double figures on the rebound count as well. So, you know, big game needed for Mariana again, but I think, you know, Carly Wilson is back on the floor. Um, yep. She's been playing, um, didn't suit up last week in Canberra, played on... Um, Friday night. 23 uh, minutes. 23 minutes, that's right, and uh, 12 points, and so we'll see some input from her into this game, I'd imagine, because the first game against Bullinch came out and really did a great job. Yeah, Carl, and Carly's one of those players that gives you a whole lot of one percenters, stuff that doesn't really show up on the stats, but you know she's a defensive presence, she's a great passer, she can, she can pick up the ball and run with it, as well as a lot of guards in the league at, at times, so 
yeah, her and being on the floor as well gives us a lot more capacity. Yeah, that's that's for sure. And um, some people call this the Carly Wilson round. Uh, yep. She's renowned for wearing pink <laughs> socks. A lot of the girls are wearing the pink socks this uh, this weekend, this round, as it is the pink ribbon round. Uh, and uh, as we all know, it's in support of uh, breast cancer awareness. And whilst so we don't want to take anything away from that breast cancer awareness uh, promotion, because that's a fantastic thing, but a lot of the uh, a lot of the Carly Wilson fans out there have, have been calling it the Carly Wilson Appreciation Round. They have, they have. <laughs> so. But looking at the Adelaide lineup, missing Jess Foley. Now she's a big hole out of that Absolutely. group. Absolutely. Having said that, they go fairly deep, Adelaide. So yeah. you know, you got Duke. Francis, uh, Woosnam, uh, Marino, uh, you know, so there's some players out there that'll uh, just have to step it up and they clearly are on Friday night against the AIS. Probably not the strongest um, team in the league, they're still learning, um, but certainly, you know, there's some players there that can put points on the board and what have you, so it uh, be good to... Good. I'm really looking forward to this game. I think it'll be a great game. Um, I think it'll be pretty physical and, in, and uh, up-tempo sort of game. And I'm, I'm as always, looking forward to the Marino-Hurst matchup. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Sam Woosom there. She's, a, she's another one, probably in that same mould with Carly Wilson. But, you know, they do things that don't show up on the stats, but uh, they're definitely an integral part of, of, of each other's teams. That's right. Yes, she, she certainly does. And she's an experienced player. Oh, yeah. Brings a lot of um, uh, intelligence to the game and the way that she plays. So, you know, they'll be expecting a lot from her tonight. Now, you know, you wouldn't think... Fatigue shouldn't come into this game because both groups have had the opportunity to have a day's rest. Played on Friday night. Assuming none of them are carrying any niggling injuries out of that, I think we'll see both teams at full strength and I think that it's going to be a fantastic um, game of women's basketball. Do you see a strength or weakness uh, for either team against the other? Look, I think I'd have to say that if Beattie plays big minutes and is fit, then I think probably the real the size factor, the size factor mm. might be an issue for Adelaide. I do think that with Jess Foley out of the lineup, that the um, Adelaide backcourt is weaker. Yeah, uh, they, and, and I they, think the rotations will work. The versatility, and, yeah. Absolutely, the versatility that she brings, the perimeter game that she brings. But the other thing is that you look at the Cats, and there's you know, um, Hurst, Bibby, Abrams, um, and Wilson who can step into a guard role, who can just continue to traffic and rotate those players yep. through and wear players down. So, uh, yeah, no, look, I'm looking forward to this one. And I should mention that uh, Canberra Capitals won the ACC Sports Star Team of the Year on Friday night. That's, I think, three years in a row. So, uh, we've right. been recognised <laughs> for their success. <laughs> Had yep. lots of other nominations. They may not, may not draw the crowds that Raiders and Brumbies get, but uh, they certainly get it done on the, on the scoreboard. They certainly do. So, we're just getting ready for the tip-off now. We've got Marino, Mia Newley, Rebecca Duke, uh, Kayla Francis, and I'm uh, missing someone for Adelaide. Looks like they've only got four out. Newley? Is it Newley? Sorry? Newley? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, for the Caps, we've got Wilson, Tolo, Hurst, Abrams, and Beattie. So it's about Tracy Beattie. She's out there, Michelle. A bit of a scramble there at halfway, and Natty Hurst has the ball for the Caps. Goes down right to Wilson. Rebecca Duke with a little bit of a soccer play, puts the ball out of bounds on the baseline, it's going to be the Caps baseline ball, Kel Abrams comes over to take it at the baseline kicks it high to Hurst on the right hand side she brings it, dribbles it left, gets to the 45 puts up a nice shot, doesn't drop but the board's contested board Tracy Beattie went down but Kayla Francis came up with the rebound 
Adelaide in transition, get it down to Woosman. Her shot at the 45 doesn't drop. Kicks it back out to Marino. She's not shy. She puts it up and nails a three. The Caps will know that from playing with Marino. She needs about half an inch of daylight to take a shot. She certainly does. And she uh, made that one. And uh, Caps comes the ball down the other end of the floor. Natty Hurst into the post to Tolo. She kicks it back out to Carly Wilson. She drives left. Dishes it to Abrams. Abrams drives to the free throw line. Into Tracy Beattie on the baseline. Great strong drive from Kel Abrams. Terrific penetration, a beautiful vision to just draw the defence and find Beattie open in the hole that she had created. Well, this, this offensive look, set looking much better for the Capitals. Nat Hurst able to tie up Marino and, and one-on-one bring it up the court. No real transition there. Oh, inbound pass, a bit dubious for Maya Neely. Natty Hurst got a hand in it, came away with the, with the steal in the end. She brings it down, kicks it to Abrams, goes left again. Steps outside the three, nails it. Only two had a toe on the line. Yeah, good start from Kelly Abrams. She's getting involved early offensively, uh, which is a good sign because her penetration certainly creates a lot for the Capitals. I think she's taken offence at that comment Craig made a couple of weeks ago about her having a slow start to the season. She's, she saw Craig here and she's ready to take him on and show him she's wrong. Hook pass from Woosnam out to the top of the key to Maya Newley. Her shot doesn't drop. Natty Hurst now in offense for the Capitals. Ooh, takes on a big body charge from Marino. No blow. Newley then comes away with the scraps and goes coast to coast. And gets a layup. Fair bit of contact there, Shock. Yeah, it certainly was, but uh, referees didn't blow it, so there no. wasn't any. As the Capitals come back and Wilson feeds it into Tolo in the paint. Oh, quick hands from Duke just knocks it loose from Tolo. Well, this is, this is Adelaide's game. They play physical. They like to body up and try to force those turnovers Carly Wilson comes away with the rebound Kel Abrams just slows stuff down, she puts her hands up lets everybody know to settle down get into our offensive set 4-5, the score at the moment Adelaide up with uh, 7 minutes 20 to go, feeds in low post to Tolo, she gets a quick step to the basket, draws a foul from Kayla Francis that's right, and clearly that's uh, an area that Canberra will be looking to exploit. If uh, Tolo's been in good form, so I'll be looking to push the ball inside off the good passing angles and, and let the girls go to work. So another good inside feed from Kel Abrams there. It's a good game for Tolo, as you mentioned in the, in the, uh, the warm-up to this game, Michelle. She's had two outstanding games in the last two weeks, and uh, today comes up against a very physical, uh, good-sized forward line with Kayla Francis and Sam Wisdom and Rebecca Jew. That's right. Well, Misses both the free throws. Missed them both and it'll be an Adelaide ball from the baseline. Yeah, a bit of a scurry on the rebound and it's knocked free. Carly Wilson takes a seat and sits down and uh, Jess Bibby comes on. The super for sub. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd love it if that was my sixth man coming off my team. Now Nat Hurst and Marino in, the, in Adelaide's backcourt. Great work there from Abrams. Forces a turnover. Bibby, another player who doesn't need much of an introduction. Not an, an invitation, sorry, to take a three-point shot. She nails it. Caps up 7-5. Woosnam now tries to take on Tracy Beatty. Creates some space. Maya Newley had an open drive to the basket, but there's a foul there. I think it might have been Kel Abrams who picked up that foul. 
it just may have been just Vivian. Just Vivian, sorry, yep. We'll get that one. But um, clearly, you know, Sam Woosnam is looking to put the ball on the floor and take it to the basket against Tracy B. Yeah, it's about occasion. the third time she's, she's tried to take her on. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tracy's lateral movement probably isn't the quickest in the league, although it's improved a lot, Definitely. I have to say. But um, still, it's something that... That Adelaide is a good matchup for Adelaide, yeah. <laughs> If, if uh, Woosman has room, that's definitely a good matchup. As Tolo's fed the ball inside, Francis. Uh, a lot of leaning on Tolo leaning, there, nothing called. Cool, strong move from Tolo to finish that one off. Wild pass there from Sam Woosman. That's two or three times now Adelaide have thrown up some dubious sort of half-court passes into the offense. We saw uh, the last basket for uh, for the Capitals, they, Marino, through the, the dodgy pass that ended up Kel Abrams getting a hand on it. Beattie now outside the three on the left-hand side. Kicks it back to Natty Hurst. Over to Beattie. Plenty of room again. She nails it again. Yes, and you cannot give Jess Beattie that room. Certainly can't. And she will continue to take them if you give her that much space. And she pretty consistently knocks them down. So, uh, you know, that's a good start from Jess Beattie. It's capital B 12-7. Yep, it's Marino V Hurst. She kicks it out to Duke. Puts up an outside shot. It doesn't drop. Kel Abrams brings the ball up the right-hand side in transition. Bibby over there to bail her out, give her some room. Tolo into the post, back out to Bibby. She loves those running shots. It doesn't drop this time. Scramble for the ball. Woosman comes up with it. She's now in transition up the middle of the floor. Kicks it right to Marino. Nathurst waiting there to defend her. Holds it, goes left, gets over the screen. But now Abrams picks her up, throws up the shot. It's a nice drive from Marino. Yeah, good little step around from Marino. Yep. Now Make Maddie Hurst gets it left again. Kayla Francis is working. This time the foul's called. She's working pretty hard and pretty physically there on Mariana Tolo. Yeah, look, Francis is just playing her from behind and uh, she's not going to be able to continue to... Um, to do that against Tolo because when she's receiving the ball and she has to try and push through to get a hand on it so she really needs to be a lot more active and try I guess I mean I don't know whether the instruction is to just like uh, play her straight up or whether she should be half running but certainly it's creating some problems in terms of some early fouls for Kayla Francis 5 minutes 29 left in the first quarter the score's 12-9 in the Capitals favour Jess Bibby's leading all scorers with 6 points Marino's got 5 for Adelaide but um, just thinking that things are trying to, starting to slip into, into the Capitals' favour, if they get into this slow, grinding, half-court game, I, I, I would think that, that uh, comes to the advantage of Canberra. Yeah, look, and I think it will, is that uh, one of the key stats that I'm looking at now is the shooting percentages. Uh, Canberra shooting a much better percentage from all over the the floor at 100% from three-point range and 71% from the field in general. But also, I think their points off of turnovers. Capitals have uh, managed to convert a lot more than uh, than Adelaide have off of the turnover rates. So, be interesting to see what adjustments the teams make as they come out of that. No subs coming out. Sorry, Hannah Bowley's come out onto the floor, and it looks like Tracy Beattie's taking a bit of a uh, a rest. Craig just selling us on Friday night. Adelaide shot 75% for the first five or so minutes against uh, the AIS so they had it all their way on Friday night Kel Abrams puts up a three it's well short, rebound falls into Sam Wisdom's lap, she brings the ball up in transition now there's that drive again, she's working hard against the bigger girls, kicks it right to Rebecca Duke, her shot is flat as uh, the rebound comes into Marino's hands her drive doesn't go, she kicks it out back out to Duke, 
down low. Ooh, offensive foul. Great defense. Lisa Wallbutton. Great defense from Hannah Bowley there. Just, uh, you know, anticipated where she was going. I mean, she's an Adelaide girl, so she may, may know some of these players pretty well. And, um, you know, anticipated, got feet there, got body in line and just uh, took the, the contact. We'll see Hurst bringing the ball up the floor for Canberra. Brings it to the top of the key, drives right, gets through traffic. Ooh, wow, got all the way to the basket. She had, I think it was Walbutton again in, in her face and it was looking for somewhere to pass and had nowhere to go. She sort of got herself into a bit of trouble. I don't think she expected to get all the way to the basket off that drive. There's, there's sort of like a parting of the Red Sea there. Wilson now with the ball on the baseline. Gets it out to Bibby on the left-hand side. Flicks it right to Hurst. Hurst now swings it back over. Bibby's on the full side of the court. Shot doesn't drop. Walburton with the rebound. Over to Marino, but it's his half court. She throws up a ooh, good pass in the end. It looked wild from here, but Sam Wisdom gets the Lovely ball. Pass. Finds that's uh, Nikita Lee Martin down there under the basket. But Nat Hurst, like a rocket in transition. Gets it to Bibby. Bibby drives oh in. Beautiful yeah. soft layout. Lovely in front finish. of the basket. That's a tough shot. Lovely finish and some real physical pressure. Just a very soft release and uh, was able to convert that. So the Cats are up 14-11. Four minutes to go in this first quarter. Marino outside the three on the left-hand side. She drives right. Tolo there gives a, has a look at the basket. Puts up a shot. It doesn't drop. Woosman gets a rebound. From three, I thought uh, she was inside two there, but no, she picks it up. So Sam Woosnam really working on her outside shot. It ties the game up at 14 all. 3.46 to go in the third quarter as we see McCormick coming on for the first minutes of the game for her in Canberra. So, uh, and I think, look, one of the things that Adelaide have started to do with Beattie off the floor was get a bit more uh, on the on the glass, off the yep. glass. So, you know, McCormick's going to give him a bit more size and a bit more uh, rebounding. Finding a little more room inside yeah, too. Yeah, that's right. Maddie Hurst now goes down, looks at the baseline pass, but no go. Back to Wilson. She drives left, gives herself some room. Shot's no good. Woosnam comes away with the rebound. Sam Woosnam's in everything for Adelaide at the moment. Jess Cormack with the steal off the pass, though. Great running. That's a good start. Out to Carly Wilson in transition. She puts up the outside shot. It doesn't drop down. Oh, Nathurst. Got the rebound, we thought, but she's walking away at the back of her head. Oh, I think it might just be a uh, wardrobe malfunction rather than (laughs) getting a shot in the back, just fixing some of that. Jess McCormack picks up a quick foul there, just sticking their hand in on that. Situation. 14 all with 3 minutes 15 left in this first quarter. There's Woosnam again. She takes on McCormick. Goes straight at the basket. Shot's no good. Ball tapped out of bounds by Wallbutton again. Satolo inbounds from the baseline. Now her slows things down. Now brings it up the left-hand side. Flicks it right to Wilson. Wilson goes right to Bibby. She drives... Down the baseline, puts up the shot. Loves that. Gets any any amount of room there. And uh, Bibby will go to work. Yeah, look, just penetrates hard. Pull up, quick shot. Makes it. Wisdom has the ball. He's looking to penetrate again. The cards to the basket. Marino on the perimeter at the point. Shot clock down to 10. She looks to drive hard. Turns well, no. Walberton managed to pick that Did one well, up. well, yeah. It was a, a dubious pass in the end. A couple of hands in there, but she managed to pick up the scraps and make something out of nothing. Jess Bibby 
puts up a quick three, but Wilson and Nikita Martin there wrestling over it, but Wilson ends up having to run out of bounds, so Adelaide now in offense. Wilson again, she's just their engine room at the moment. Marino slashes baseline, dishes a pass to Walbert, and the shot doesn't drop. She's in all sorts of trouble there. Cops it up. Carly Wilson now in transition. Goes in for easy two against Marino. Huge mismatch there. Just took it to the basket. That's right. And Wilson did that beautifully. She had Hurst running the lane. And plenty of control. Plenty, plenty of options. control. Made the right decision. So uh, was able to finish that off as we see Marino looking to penetrate. Dishes out to... Is that Duke in the corner? Martin with an air ball. Wrestling on the rebound there. It's been called a, a jump ball. It's going to be Adelaide's ball. Pereira coming in for the Capitals and Rebecca Duke giving Sam Woosnam a rest with a minute 40. Woosnam's been in everything. She's been integral on every offensive set for Adelaide, so it'll be very interesting to see how they go without her out there for a minute and 40. Marino drives hard, doesn't make the layup. Great rebound from McCormick over the back of another player. No foul. It's a smaller lineup that Graffy's gone here with. She's put Wilson into the post uh, with, with uh, McCormick and a smaller perimeter with Pereira, Bibby and Hurst. Bibby outside the three on the right-hand side gets a low post to Wilson. She looks to back in a little bit, works into the key. McCormick from about 20 feet. Shot's no good, but Pereira gets the rebound. Found a way. The foul and the 24 clock went at roughly the same time. The refs are saying it's a violation. 24's gone first. So baseline ball into Marino. Hurst... Working her up the floor. We're going to see a lot of this all day today. This matchup between the two pint-sized point guards. She works it in, kicks it out to Martin. Martin on Bibby. Bibby wears like a glove. Gets a little bit of room. That was a nice, nice move. 180 spin there from Martin just to get enough room on Bibby to put the shot up and it drops. 18 to 18 all. Sorry, is the score. 41 seconds to go. Cats are looking to try and get a score this possession. Bibby in the corner, kicks it back to Pereira on the 45, cross to McCormick. Hurst has got the ball on the left-hand perimeter. She pulls up hard, and Marino's fouled her in the action. She's not happy about it. It's just Hurst will step up to the line and... Uh, Pretty over-the-top sort of remonstration there with the referee. It was a fairly clear reach in. Maddie Hurst will go. Craig is mentioning Rebecca Duke's only eight weeks out from shoulder surgery. So she's looking pretty good. Uh, sh- her shooting hasn't looked fantastic, but we'll, we'll cut us some slack there if she only had shoulder surgery eight weeks ago. Now Hurst makes the first free throw and the second. Kicks it back. Marino now in the backcourt. Brings it up the floor. Kicks it to Martin. Ooh, Martin almost travelled there. Goes right across the wall, but Martin driving in. Back over to Martin. She's down on the left. Oh, pass there, broken up by Natty Hurst. She's in transition. Christy Williams just mugged her. Nothing called. Carly Wilson just comes over the top of the. About three little guards in there all wrestling over the board. Carly Wilson came in and said, I'll take that rebound and and the easy put back. Capitals are up 22 18 at the quarter time break and uh, getting pretty physical out there, Simon. It's, um, I've got to say, it's in danger of getting a little out of control. The last three or four trips up both ends of the floor, we've seen bodies going down, two or three players going down on the ball. and It's, uh, yeah, I think the referees need to 
to work a bit harder and make sure that uh, this doesn't turn into a bit of a mealy. That's right. And look, just, uh, you know, it's been a, a tight first quarter as we expected. And I think that, you know, Capitals are up 22-18, largely, I think, due to the better shooting percentage that they have on the floor. Uh, they, they were shooting at 100% when they, the first time out was called. They're now down to 33% from three-point range. But overall, their shooting percentage is uh, better than Adelaide's. And Adelaide's actually improved in the shooting percentage as we can uh, have a look at uh, what's else happening. Again, points off turnovers. Capital, capitals are certainly making the best of those opportunities and uh, the foul count's been reasonably even. Neither team's getting into what I would say is early foul trouble with the exception of perhaps Kayla Francis who racked up a couple of early ones so needed to take some time and sit on the bench. Just looking at the overall stats, we've got uh, Jess Bibby leading the Canberra scores with 10 points uh, and then spread fairly evenly around. I think Wilson's the next with uh, four points. Um, let's talk a bit about uh, Sam Woosom, she's been involved in absolutely everything out there, she's been getting hands in uh, on passes, you know picking up the rebounds uh, making some really great penetration and uh, she's knocked down that big three point five shot, rebounds five in the first rebounds quarter. she's been, you know her work rate is just terrific out there so uh, she continues to play the way she is has for the first quarter then she'll have certainly a, a large stay in what happens in this uh, in the result on this game 7-3 is a turnover count too, 7 turnovers for a, a team coming second in the comp with, with, is something that I don't think Coach uh, Falk could be very happy with. I'm sure that um, at, you wouldn't want to walk away from a game and have 28 rebounds. Uh, 28, sorry. 28 turnovers. 28, turnovers, yeah. 28 rebounds, I wouldn't be real. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, 28 uh, uh, turnovers in a game is not a stat that a team wants. So I'm sure that's something that Vicky Volk would have talked to the girls about, about trying to reduce their uh, turnover rate. It was only a minute 40 that Woosnam was out, but got the impression that some of the glue went out of the, the Adelaide offense. It, was, it became a bit more manic, a bit more sort of driving and, and crazy dishing and, you know, that accounting for some of those turnovers. Yeah, she certainly controls the game. Well, she doesn't start in the second quarter. But Pereira gets it to the free throw line for just Bibby. Her shot doesn't go. Tracy Beattie. Oh, I thought Tracy B had the last touch on that, but the yeah, referee says it was wall button. Yeah, it came off wall button's head, according to Damien Nevis. So. Fair call. She had the last hand on the ball then. Natty Hurst now outside, gives it to Beattie in the high post. She turns and shoots. Ooh, looked great from here, but clearly was left as it banged out of the, uh, off the backboard. Marino now in transition, where she can be dangerous. Duke now feeds it into wall button. No good. Another turnover. Jess Bibby gets a hand in. Pereira now drives. On Williams, shot is no good. It falls off the rebounding hands out to Natty Hurst. She gives it to Beattie at the top of the paint. Jess Bibby says, "I'll take another three-point shot and nail it." That's right. And you know, from that corner, she's deadly. I mean, she's deadly from most shots, but she's yeah. particularly deadly from those long, long-range uh, threes in the corner. So uh, it's another one. 25-18. Caps have. Uh, Push their lead out early in this quarter. Due to Williams on the drive, she misses the layup. And it was contested. I don't want people to think she just missed a wide open layup, but That's right. doesn't put it away. It's going to be. If I had uh, Tracy Beattie running at me, I'd be thinking about other things. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be <laughs> heading in another direction, that's for sure. <laughs> Inbound ball for Adelaide goes out to Woosnam. She's back in. Puts up a shot, it's no good, but Pereira with the rebound. Caps have got numbers here as uh, Williams went down in the backcourt back into a halfcourt now, oh, Tolo nice cut and great vision and feed there from 
Tracy Beattie out near the three-point yeah, line. That's just your playbook ex execution there. Really good, uh, sharp execution of the offensive set. Warburton at the point with the ball. Back to Woosnam. He's uh, getting the girls organised here. Kicks it back to the 45 as we see hard cut action. And oh, another turnover. Wow. Except passing, it just... It's not Chris. We even saw... It. And that's not under pressure, Simon. No. That's, you know, well. turnovers under pressure is something whilst the coach doesn't particularly... Um, like any turnovers, you can accept turnovers under pressure, but that sort of mistake is just not un not acceptable. Five-zip run for the Caps, opening up this second quarter. Tolo now, at the top of the key, gets it left to Bibby. She sees a lane and goes for it. Ooh, yeah, a bit of a height mismatch there. So it's sort of blocked away, but the turnover again. Pereira gets in there, feeds a nice little pass to, uh, to Tolo. I think Tolo thought Pereira was going to go for the basket there and, and didn't really expect it. She gets called for a little bit of a shuffle there, and the travel is called. Yeah, and the pass is a little bit low down. Quite, the yeah, she, she didn't want to pick it up. Big ask for a big girl, isn't it? Kel Abrams now on for Jess Bibby. She takes a breather. Marino brings the ball up the floor. Matt Hurst has never seen anyone run so fast backwards. <laughs> Shot then there, weaves around. It doesn't drop. Hurst with the rebound. Well, not the rebound, but gets the possession. Puts it down to Tolo in the low post. She scoops it up. And I think that's Kayla Francis' third foul. That is going to hurt Adelaide. Certainly is. And uh, look, there's a lovely little baby hook from Tolo. Good feed from her. Uh, and Tolo just for the very Timeout ball by Adelaide. And rightly so. The, the score is 7-2 uh, zip in this quarter for Canberra. And um, that's Kayla Francis' third foul. Yeah, and that's certainly something that uh, will mean that uh, Adelaide will have to make some adjustments because you would imagine going into this game that you would be expecting to play, get some big minutes out of Francis. Uh, and if, you know, she's wrecked up three, what are we, two and, two and a bit minutes into the second quarter, then you're going to have to rethink the way that you're going to use her during the game. Uh, Bibby, of course, is just leading all scorers out there. She's 13 points. 13 points. Yeah. Uh, I think most of them from three, have been from three point. 12 of, it, 12 of those have come from three-point range, I believe. Um, that may not be right, actually, because I know she also got a two-point, so that can't be right. But anyway, large percentage have come from three-point range, so Adelaide are going to have to adjust what they do. But what you know, one of the difficulties of trying to shut down something like one of the difficulties of trying to shut down something like a Bibby three-point shot is that you know she's also got great penetration, oh, yeah. quick. So you know you. If you close her out too much, she'll get around the big skip. Absolutely, that's right. So, so yeah. A, a, an ordinary start for Adelaide. Three turnovers, no points. Carla Francis picks up her third foul. So Rebecca Duke is back on for Francis. Ten turnovers Adelaide are up to. Ouch. It's pretty difficult to win games in this league when you have that sort of high turnover rate um, against any team. You do that against a team like Canberra, who at this point in time are only sitting in fifth, but... Um, oh, Tolo's been pulled from the line tonight. She's just missed well, another sure, one. Well, sure, but the rebound falls into Kel Abrams' hand. Kicks it to Natty Hurst. A uh, two-for-one play there. That's right. She knocks down the free, the 15-foot uh, the jump shot. Woos them now with the ball. Wall button, right-hand side. Williams, lucky not to collect Matt Hurst in the head there with the elbow. Pretty crazy uh, swing into the elbows there. Goes inside the wall button. Her shot against Tracy Beattie. Beattie didn't even really block it. She just put her arm up and it, it fell into her arm. Transition now. Abrams kicks it left to Hurst. Bang. 
Well, the Capitals are really putting it to Adelaide now. On oh, another turnover, just trying to force Ooh, that wow. play. And they try to save it, but it's going to turn into another turnover. Yes. Adelaide falling apart seemingly at the moment. They really need to just put the brakes on the Caps' offense and try to find something of their own. Look, they've just, um, I guess, they seem to have any sort of uh, team cohesion at the moment, Adelaide, and trying to force stuff and make stuff happen. They need to go back to the basics. Carly Wilson now drives to the free throw line, pulls up. Great shot, doesn't drop though, woos them again. Gets a rebound, feeds it up to Duke in transition. Gets it down to Mia Newley. She kicks it inside to Wallbutton and she's fouled by Tracy Beattie. That's right, and uh, you know, better transition out of Adelaide. Then they push the ball down the floor hard, let their second uh, wave of transition hit, and get some cut action through, and got uh, Tracy Beattie caught out of position. And uh, so we'll see Warburton going to the line to make two. They well, need these two, don't they, Simon? It's uh, it's twelve to nothing so far. The run for the Caps as Warburton makes that free throw and stems the flow, gets them back in the scoring column misses the second and it's Tolo that comes up with the rebound kicks it out to Nathurst in transition she pulls up where Sam in, moves it around gets a ball out to Carly Wilson back to Hurst to the top of the key to McCormick Pereira drives right in a bit of trouble there kicks it back out to Wilson she'll shoot a three and makes it Canberra are on fire from outside they certainly are, but it's, a lot of that's coming from good penetration, creating the space on the perimeter. Yeah, well, they're getting open books, that's the, the bottom line. Williams now for Adelaide to Walberton, goes left to Newley, she goes well outside the three, swings it back right to Walberton, dubious pass, oh, a bit of a bailout for Adelaide, that was a wild pass into Paul Sam Woosnam, had to battle three defenders, she came up with the ball, but was fouled in the process as well as... Natty Hurst picks up her first foul and gets her first break of the game as uh, Kel Abrams comes on and gives her a breather. Warburton sits down for Adelaide as well. Woosnam now drives left in heavy traffic. She's fouled well before the shot, so shouldn't go to the line. McCormick picks up the foul. Uh, apparently she was shooting. And that's Canberra's third fell for the quarter, halfway through. So, uh, you know, Adelaide perhaps can continue to um, play smart and draw a couple more fouls in the next minute or so. They might be able to make up some of this uh, score deficit from Sam the Wisdom line. Sam though, misses the first of the free throws. Hits the second. Pereira now bringing the ball up for Canberra the right hand side, gets it over to Abrams back to Pereira, to Tolo at the high post she dribbles it out, nothing going decides to take about a 25 foot <laughs> jump shot and knocks it down the pass wasn't there, Carly Wilson was being defended pretty hard Tolo says, oh I'll just shoot from out here Marino now with the ball for Adelaide goes left to Woosnam Woosnam says, I'll take a 3 point shot doesn't drop Pereira with the rebound, pushing it up the floor. Kelly was wide open on the other side. Don't think Pereira's seen her. Swings out to Wilson. Wilson to Tolo in the low post. Tolo finds Abrams. She gives herself some room. Dishes it back into McCormick. She sets up. Goes
goes against Francis, probably a good idea with three fouls. It ends up kicking it out to Pereira. Shots no good and Francis comes away with the rebound. Marino now, Pereira defending her, gets away from her. Kicks it over to oh. my, ooh, me and Newley and McCormick just pretty late on that challenge on Francis. It was very blatant actually. Just, uh, That's McCormick's late. third foul unfortunately, so Tracy Beattie will come back on and give Jess a breather. And the other important thing about that foul is the fourth team foul, so from here on, Adelaide will step to the line on any Canberra fouls. So, Marino... Oh, huge air ball. ...from a long way out. No call there. Marino just pulled Pereira down after the shot, just trying to milk it out. But referees just carry crap with something done. But anyway, Pereira, back to the game. Kicks it down to Abrams. Abrams gets a low post in. Oh, good. Francis just steps in front of that pass and knocks it away. To Newley kicks it. Oh, a wild pass again. And a turnover again. The pass to Marino. Marino. Marino's got that erratic running style. Makes it very hard to defend, but clearly can make it hard to pass to as well. You see Pereira with the ball at the point. She stops and just takes the three as they step No one came to her. Oh, that's right. They're just giving far too much space on the guard, perimeter guards for... Uh, Francis now. Ooh, Kel Abrams almost up. got in the lane. Mia Newley's board off the side of the backboard. No good. Adelaide's offensive woes continue. Pereira now through traffic. Dumps it to Tolo Great in traffic. And Tolo just a couple of little turning step gets the basket. Marino now with the ball for Adelaide. Look, and this is 24 points is the difference as Woosnam, Woosnam drives hard against Tolo. And, it's a good uh, drive too. Good drive, yeah. Had Tolo wrong-footed. Tolo basically had to put the hand on the on the waist and try to pull her up. <laughs> That's right. Look, 24 points. The Capitals are leading at this moment. As you see, Woosnam goes to the line. And I think, what, two-point quarter so far out of they Adelaide? They have not made a field goal. All their points have come from the line so far for Adelaide. Sam Woosnam. Knocks down another one to put them to 21 points. 44, plays 21. Make that note. Keep it at 21. But Kayla Francis gets the rebound. Drives on Tolo. Nice, nice reverse. Lovely. Just goes under the basket and hooks it back up. So that's their first field goal. Three minutes to go in the quarter. Bibby now with the ball for the Capitals. A lot of stuff off the floor. Marino's going to get called. No. I think it's Wooznam. Wooznam got called for the foul. Wall button comes back on. Sam Woosnam takes a seat. Carly Wilson comes on and gives Tolo a breather for the Caps. Jess Bibby also back on for the Caps. So pretty much a starting lineup out there. Tracy Beattie did well to pull that in. Did very well. Tried a little reverse, but a lot of traffic in there. Eventually it drops down to Bibby. She gives it to Abrams. Little right drive gives us off some room and nails the 20 foot jump shot. 46 plays 23 and there's another turnover off a bad pass for Adelaide. They just, Vicky Bob can't believe it. She's just hands in the air just... Yeah, they're just making some, some really, <laughs> really poor errors. Just uh, 
wouldn't say Canberra's defensive pressure has been that fantastic. Not phenomenal, but it's, it's been solid enough. Really, as Pereira hits down another two-point shot. Capitals cannot miss a basket. They're shooting at about 60%. 49 plays 23. Well, anyone that doubted that the uh, the champions were going to show up this season, I don't think anyone's going to doubt it after half-time in this game. Walburton with the offensive bounce. Yeah, Tracy Beattie wrong-footed, but she put too much effort into trying to draw that contact rather than actually playing the game. Chantella Pereira has eight points. So she's kicking along very nicely for this well, Caps group. They're giving her so much space on the perimeter. You know, they're not respecting her, I don't think, Michelle. They, exactly. She's got the ball out there. They're going, no, we don't need to defend that. And she's, uh, she's hurting them. Now we've got an offensive foul on Pereira, on Pereira this time. So it's getting, uh, getting feisty out there, and we haven't even got to half time. Right. 49 plays 23. Two minutes 22 left in this second quarter. Martin with the ball for Adelaide. Gets it low to Francis. Francis tries to get some room against Carly Wilson. Good Great job. Reached in and stole the ball out of Francis' Ooh, hand. And there's a turnover from Canberra this time. Bad pass from Pereira. Yeah. Carly Wilson, well outsized by Francis. Did a good job just to hold her up, give her a bit of grief. And Kel Abrams, the burglar, just came over there and took the ball. 27-5. to five. Is the score in this quarter? Similar to the game in Sydney, too, the Caps just overran There we go with uh, Martin with the ball out on the perimeter on the left hand side. Denial defence from Canberra is creating problems in the passing lanes. We see, oh, Newley's forced to try and force something up, and uh, Canberra come up with a rebound as they're in transition, and Abrams finds Bibby in the corner, which she loves so much. <laughs> that's, that's, that's confidence, isn't it? That, Kel Abrams gives up a jump shot at the bottom of the circle on the free throw line to kick it out to Jess Vivi. <laughs> now it's Taylor Francis in the baseline. Backs it in. Shot's no good. Rebound gets cleaned up by Newley. No, Martin it was. Marino with the shovel. We've been waiting to see it. No good. The rebound eventually comes down from McCormick. Natty Hurst now with the ball. Kicks it down to Bibby. Little feed into the post for Wilson. Back outside and left-hand side to Abrams. Gives herself some room. Gets to the free-throw line. Fall away. Almost drops. Ooh, McCormick over the top. Almost got a hand on. Coach Falk's not happy. Wanting a bit more uh, attention from the referees. <laughs> Wall button now for Adelaide. Back to Marino on the left-hand side. Gets a screen. Gets around first. Takes on Carly Wilson. They've called the foul on Wilson there. That's an interesting one. They have. Bit of a make-up call. As we see, Warburton uh, is having to sub out. She's taken a knock to the nose and has... Um, she was down after that last offensive set yeah. down against Canberra, so uh, yeah, she'll be struggling. 42 nice. seconds left. 52 plays 25. A massive quarter for the Caps. Marino knocks down free throw. So 26 now for Adelaide. 38 left. Five-point quarter for Adelaide. I think six-point quarter, sorry, for Adelaide is... Uh Ooh, and that her shot just off the front of the ring. There's Woosnam again with the, with the rebound. Marino kicks it out to Martin. She kicks it to Newley. Shot's no good, but Martin comes away with the rebound. Wide to Woosnam. Thinks about the shot. It's no good. Gets it in. 
to Francis and stripped. I think that would have been Bowley with the strip there. Natty Hurst came away with it, but now the Caps in transition. Six seconds left. She clears everyone out, wants to take on Maya Newley. Gets herself some room. Ooh, gets a lot of contact, but no foul. But half time. Oh, oh, as we have Hurst and Marino going at it. No love lost between those two. What a surprise. <laughs> no love lost between those two, and Natty Hurst wasn't going to step away from it. So um, good to see a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Francis steps in the middle and says, Hang on, girls, let's settle it down. Vicky so. Bulk has, has met with her team on the floor. She's just her body language. She's pointing at the clock, saying, Never mind this physical stuff. You know, they're not the reason we are down by. By 26 points at half time. Look, a six, a six point quarter, an eight point, eight point quarter out of um, out of Adelaide. I can't think of the last time I would have seen an Adelaide team only score eight points in a quarter. So half time, they really do need to regroup and uh, get focused on playing their game if they want to have any chance of getting back into this game. So it's 52-26. We have a uh, Capitals leading Adelaide. Um, we go to the half-time break and I'm going to hand over to Craig Ravel who's going to talk to Terry Ryan. Yes, as we uh, look at half-time here for the Capitals and a big announcement on Friday which, uh, well, was great news for men's basketball fans and Terry Ryan joining us here half-time on the Capitals Radio Network and uh, Terry, it's uh, a great news for Capitals basketball, for Canberra basketball fans as they will see and hear that Cannon's name back in the media once again with the plan for the Cannons and your organisation to take over running of the Gunners, transitioning them back to the Cannons in the Siebel for 2010 on. That's the, that's the plan we have. Um, uh, we uh, wel- welcome the opportunity to do it and um, uh, looking forward to getting it up and getting it running. Um, it's, uh, it's a fairly big challenge but uh, um, we uh, we have great confidence that it will work well. What was the impetus to making these decisions and making this change? Um, really, more than anything else, it's to uh, um, give uh, young Canberra basketballers an, an opportunity to play at this level um, and, and also to give it a much higher media profile and, um, uh, and, and make the team more competitive as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's all those things. Now, it's been clearly stated that it's not a plan to get an NBL team back. This is just sh- uh, purely to get some more recognition to the Siebel program and to men's basketball. Look, we don't rule it out, but it's not our, uh, it's not our focus at all, especially in the early stages. We're about getting a highly competitive team that can compete in, the, uh, in Siebel and getting as many young Canberra kids on that team and... Uh, um, and getting people bums on seats along the game. That's really what we're about. That's one of the big announcements too, is you're planning to take the uh, Cannons back to the AIS Arena. And when you look at the uh, Siebel program, it, it, no disrespect to it, but it just doesn't have the uh, focus that the NBL had. So obviously you, you're really going to be pushing hard to get basketball fans to come out, support that Cannons brand and get them into Siebel basketball. Yeah, look, um, and, and I think the... Um, I think the real um, uh, value in, in, in what we're doing is, is the quality of the product. We have no doubt about the quality of the, uh, of the games and the quality of the players that are in the league. Um, so that's really what we're, we're on about. Um, and, and the AIS is a great arena, so we have no doubt that the Canberra public will support us, though. Mm. 
how long have you been putting this plan back into action? Well, I've been working on it for a few months, but um, re- really just uh, in, in some discussions with Basketball Canberra about how we'd do it and how we'd make it viable and, uh, and, and making sure that we're all on the same page. Um, so we, we started, I started talking with a few people a few years ago about it, um, and I've always, uh, um, given my previous involvement with the Canons, there's a large number of people who are... Um, it didn't like the fact that they weren't around so we think it's got a great tradition so we think that's something that we can build on long term Of course the Canons uh, were such an institution in Canberra and particularly in the 80s where they started that decade with championships and were able to uh, captivate the public's attention I, I guess the question is how are you going to reinvigorate that in the, uh, in the fans of basketball and obviously bring new people to basketball as well Yeah well look I, I think it's... Um uh, about using the same sort of strategies we used back then, very much grassroots marketing and, and very much um, uh, using local players as well. I mean, people tend to forget that uh, when, we, uh, when we entered the National League, um, people said we'd finish last. Um, and, and of all the teams that came in the league, uh, we came in with uh, uh, three imports and, uh, and nine local players, more, more locals than any other team in the country. And, th- and that's the way we'll continue to go. It's about developing local players and finding some other players to supplement them. So w- we think the public will support local players, and, and, and particularly if it's presented correctly in a good venue, we, we're comfortable that people will, will come. That, that's the big thing, though, isn't it? Getting the corporate support back to, um, back to the Canons, and, uh, and the AIS is the perfect venue for corporates. Yeah, look, and, and, and what we've done is based our model very much on a on a broad support rather than, uh, rather than um, two or three big sponsors. We've, we've put in 40 corporate boxes. We're about halfway through selling those. So, um, and, and we expect the sort of broad support from the, from the corporate community, which, which so far has been very encouraging. So, so, so that's our model. Um, you know, in, in the longer term, we're hoping to, of course, attract a major sponsor as well and, and, some, and some big corporates and perhaps some some national sponsors as well, but the initial stage is really based on those corporate boxes and getting those sold. Now the big thing with the Seabull competition is it is a winter competition, which is what the Cannons were traditionally known for playing throughout the winter. Yeah, look, and, and I think um, uh, it, it, it's no secret around basketball that uh, one of the major reports last year by um, Basketball Australia said that the pathways for, for young guys weren't the way they should be. Um, so um, Seabull will get rejigged and get a more national focus and a, and a, and a greater focus on, on young guys um, coming back from college programs and instead of going to college programs. Uh, and, and that's how we see it as well. Now, now, my knowledge of the men's game is not that extensive, but I do seem to remember being told at one stage Steeble was the original national competition or yes. was one of the original national branded competitions which eventually became a feeder to what became the professional level of the NBL. So yeah. the Seabull's got a very rich tradition. It, it, it has. Um, uh, there were two, uh, two conferences in those early, early days and, and, uh, and Canberra played in both of those. Um, and, and, and it was really the, the forerunner of national competition. Um, so it, uh, and Canberra was very competitive in that, uh, in that league as well. Um, guys like um, uh, Eddie Palabinskis and uh, uh, Ian Ellis and... Um, all, all those sort of guys played in that league, and uh, um, and this would have been back in the days when you were playing in the tally room as well. 
Um, uh, well, even before that, the old the old um, Southeast Conference played at the old YMCA in uh, in, in in town. So uh, you know, it was a venue that was uh, packed to the rafters with 600 people. So it's um, you know, it's it's got a long tradition and. Um, Canberra's always produced plenty of uh, great basketball players, the same as the, same as the women's players as well. There's plenty of talent. It's just a matter of finding an avenue to to, uh, uh, to use it. And I guess that's a critical thing too. You're not going to be going after the Capitals uh, fans directly. You'll be saying, keep coming to high-level basketball in, uh, in the winter months. It's, yeah. it's not as if you're going to be trying to pull crowd away during the same seasons. Look, look, I think um, uh, the Capitals have got a great, uh, a great following, and and some of those people come to the men's games, and some of the fans that we attract, particularly um, particularly younger, new fans, um, they'll cross over and come to the Capitals games as well. So um, we, we uh, basketball ACT and uh, and the Cannons see the programs as being complementary to each other. So don't see that as a drama at all. Now, for people who want to know more about this whole uh, transition and uh, how they can be a part of it, what's the uh, best contact, what's the best uh, perhaps web reference for the moment? D- don't have one at the moment, but um, we'll, we'll be on the air at uh, canberracounts.com before too much longer, so um, it's, it's, it's a matter of putting our organisation together. At this stage, we're concentrating on our um, Recruiting a coach and some players, and, and, and that'll be the next step. Plus the plus the corporate support. Mm. We'll really push hard straight after Christmas to uh, to build a membership and take it from there. I think the uh, it's safe to say that uh, the Capitals, very much like the uh, Cannons when the Cannons had their halcyon days, were led by a coach who was very media savvy. And right now we have someone like Kerry Graff here. We had Bob Turner back at the Cannons yep. in those days who understood media, understood marketing and, and were a big part of the reason why uh, the media got behind it, the people were getting behind it because they were very personable and, and oh, were and are very personable people yep. and they dragged people along in their own right, not just because of the players you have on the floor. Yeah, well, look, one of our, uh, our... Our next move will be to advertise for a coaching position and we're, and we're hoping to... Uh, uh, to get a good um, a number of candidates for the job, and we're, we're confident we'll find someone who can, uh, who can who can not only coach the team but also um, present well with the media and uh, and get people um, interested, involved in the game. Well, Terry, pleasure to catch up with you here this Great. afternoon. Congratulations on uh, what is a huge announcement for Canberra basketball, and we wish you all the best with the endeavour. Thanks for your opportunity. Much Thanks very much to uh, Terry Ryan joining us here halftime on the Capitals Radio Network as we get back to the game at hand as the Capitals already returned from their halftime break. It was interesting, Michelle, to see the Capitals uh, all out there as we have, uh, well, the Caps sitting on the bench. Uh, I, I was even thinking about sending Simon down to speak to Abby uh, Bishop as uh, she's just sitting there chatting away and uh, we might still do that because we've still got four minutes to the end of halftime. I think they extended this halftime, Michelle, to 15 minutes. Yeah, this season they've gone to 15-minute halftime breaks, so uh, we do have a little bit longer in the halftime breaks to uh, to be able to talk to various people. As we just right. saw that um, Craig Ravel speaking with Terry Ryan after that big announcement in Canberra on Friday about the, uh, well, the returning of possibly, well, certainly the Canberra Cannons are back in town. They'll be playing in the Siebel competition, but they will, um, you know, one of the long-term ideas is to try and get an NBL presence in the Men's National League uh, back in Canberra as we see Adelaide coming out of the, um, out of their half-time break back out onto the floor. Yeah, it would have been uh, a very interesting 
uh, room to be in at halftime. Vicky Bog was very animated and very upset with her team, uh, particularly, I think, with some of the physicality and gesturing down toward the end there. I mean... Just a lack of focus, I think, is what... You know, any coach in that situation, having been in them a couple of times myself, you know, it's very easy to get focused on all the peripheral things that you can't actually control and not focus on what you can. And that is the things like looking after the ball by turnover rate from um, Adelaide, not getting out to, like, open perimeter shooters. I mean, how many times did we just see Canberra knock down the open three um, with no one within 10 foot of them, you know? So... That's the sort of stuff that is very, very frustrating as a coach. It's the stuff that you drill at training week in, week out, and to see that, in essence, fall apart uh, this afternoon is extremely disappointing from coach, poor Coach Volk. you got the uh, half-time stats there, Michelle, some pretty... Uh shooting percentages. You look at that, you know, yeah. you've got uh, Canberra's shooting at 53% from the field, 62% from three-point range, and we're talking big numbers... Eight from 13, you know, that's a, that's a fairly telling stat there. And uh, I think, you know, compared to field percentage for Adelaide, it's been 28%. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't know when the last time would have been that we would have seen Adelaide shoot 28% from the Nine field. Nine field goals, that's all they've made the whole game so that's far. That's right, and 15 turnovers at the half for Adelaide as well, compared to Canberra's seven. So, you know, they're just not doing a good enough job of looking after the ball. And when they do to get the opportunities, clearly they're not converting it at a rate that's uh, sufficient enough to get them into this game. Well, you look at the AIS on Friday night. They had 25 turnovers for the entire game. That's to be expected in an AIS team. They normally will average between 20 and 30 a game because they're 16-year-olds. They don't have the experience. They don't have the... uh, They're not used to the physicality and stuff. But uh, 15 and half time for a, a, a team of seasoned players like this is just not a good stat. No, it certainly isn't. And uh, I guess, you know... As a coach, as I said a little earlier, you do expect your players to make turnovers under pressure. Uh, that's natural. That's going to happen. It's the ones that are where there's no pressure that is really what is concerning. And we've seen a number of those turnovers that have just been no real defensive pressure um, and just lapses in focus or concentration or just not gelling. Those, they don't seem very cohesive as a group today, Adelaide. No. Uh, top scorers, we'll just go through uh, some of the scorers for that um, first half. I think Jess Bibby it is that's leading all uh, all scorers. I think she's on 16. She sat out a, a big percentage of that second quarter too. So um, Angela Marino is top scoring for Adelaide on 8. Sam Wilson's got 5. And then for Canberra we've got, uh, I think it's Natty Hurst. Carly Wilson, sorry, on 8 points. And Mariana Tolo as well with eight so some work to do as this Adelaide team walks back out onto the floor not a happy looking bunch of girls that's for sure no but there's still a lot of time you know there's still another 20 minutes of basketball to go so uh, you know it's going to be We've seen Canberra play quarters, I guess you could say, in some games as well. I know in Sydney, I think they uh, lost the first, lost the last quarter, but won the second and third. So, you know, there's still two quarters of basketball to go, and it's a big stretch. It's a big uh, difference in the score, but certainly not impossible. So we've got uh, Newley, Francis, Woosnam, Duke, and Marino for Adelaide. Hurst, Abrams, Beattie, Tolo, and Wilson starting for the Capitals. 
Duke with the ball now, flicks it left, ends up out with Mia Newley. Rebecca Duke now on the post. Flicks it across, Sam Woosom now drives to the free throw, kicks it out again to Duke. Better ball, better passing anyway from Adelaide. The shot is no good, but Maya Newley comes away with the rebound. Kicks it back out, Woosom driving again on Beattie. We've seen that all game. Beattie is going to get called with the foul. That's right, I mean, it's smart play from Wisdom where the ball skips from one side of the floor to the other quickly uh, and Wisdom sees Tracy Beattie closing out on her. It's a prime opportunity to put the ball on the floor and look to penetrate, which she done well then. And Wisdom made the basket, so sure. But they haven't shot well from the foul line this game, but uh, she made that one, so that's good for Adelaide. A good start. Abrams now with the ball. Gets it out to Wilson on the right-hand side. Swings it back to Abrams, into the post to Beattie. Waits. Flicks it over to Tolo, out to Natty Hurst. Rattles around but drops it in. So the Capitals start the scoring again. 30 to 8 that second quarter. Marino now with the ball, puts up the outside shot. That's how she started the beginning of the game with a three-point shot. First with the ball, looks it in the corner. It's a bit difficult to see past the Adelaide bench here to see what's happening down there, but it's obviously come off of an Adelaide foot, so it's Canberra ball in the baseline corner on the right-hand side of the court. Abrams now with the ball on the baseline. Ooh, gets it into Carly Wilson. Flicks it to Nat Hurst, Totolo in the post. Playing a two-man game, Tolo and Hurst as Tolo goes to work but unable to make her post move. The ball falls out of bounds and a big camera again. Bit of confusion. No, we've got some subs coming on. Everyone's standing around. Jess Bibby comes on to give Carly Wilson a breather. Abrams with the ball at the baseline. Goes in to Bibby. Bibby to Hurst. Outside the three, gets it to Cutting Abrams. She gives herself some room, kicks it into Tolo. Adelaide's defence much, much better since half time. The turnover now. Woosden with the ball. Marino gets a look at a three, puts up another one, nails another one. Six points to Marino in a minute and 40 seconds. That's right, and I think, look, a lot of this has just been generated out of uh, Adelaide's defence as we see yep. someone's going to be blown for a foul here. It looks Did like this time. Newly gets the. Foul. So we'll have a reset. Timeout called by Kerry Graff. So far this quarter, it's two to nine in favour of Adelaide. So Graffy wants to have a chat and slow that uh, trend straight away. Well, that's right, and I think Adelaide have come out. Uh, they've obviously had a lot to talk about at, at the halftime break and have refocused the group on. Uh, you know, doing the little things, so their defensive pressure has been better. Uh, they've looked up to the, after the ball much better than they did in that in that second quarter in particular. So, you know, they've refocused and they're starting to make an indent into the score. And uh, Canberra, on the other hand, probably haven't had the greatest start to this quarter. So they just again need to go back to what they were doing well in the first quarter, in the first half, and. Uh, continue to, you know, get some penetration, because I think really their penetration was creating a lot of opportunities for them. They were penetrating hard and finding the open player on the perimeter and just catching Adelaide out on their defensive rotation. So, 
you know, they probably need to refocus a little bit on that and uh, get back into the swing of things. It's certainly been Adelaide's defence that has uh, been very troublesome for the Caps in this first two minutes of the quarter. I guess the, the question will be, can Adelaide keep up that intensity and not let it get physical like it did in that first half as well? Well, that's right. See the team's coming back out of the floor out of that uh, break and Abrams will inbound the ball on the baseline. Kicks it to Bibby in the left-hand corner. Up to Hurst at the point. Abrams cuts hard and receives it again in the corner. Feed it into post and Tracy Beatty and a uh, nice cut from the nice. perimeter off Kelly Abrams and Tracy Beatty finds her open and it's a two-point play for Kelly Abrams as Woosnam looks to work against Beatty. Better defence from Beatty. Almost forces the turnover. As Wisdom again puts the ball on the floor to penetrate, finds Newley on the right-hand perimeter, unable to make the three, and it'll be a Canberra ball from the baseline. Yeah, better offense from Canberra too, and better defense there as well. Tracy Beattie did a good job against Wisdom that time. Wisdom's just taken it at her. I think she's decided that Tracy Beattie is her target for the night, and she'll just keep driving on her. Oh, Ooh, a bit of a court violation there from Canberra. Just a. Uh, just, I guess, a combination of uh, timing on the pass and receives. We saw Abrams leading hard to the ball and uh, received it in the in the back court and jumped straight into the front court. Had no choice, really. Marino with the ball kicks it to Muley. Muley to Duke. Duke swings it left to Woosnam again on Tracy Beatty. Drives on her. Gets through. No basket, but Tracy fouls her again. That's going to be her third personal. Carly Wilson jumps off the bench. She's going to give Tracy Beatty a breather. So Wisdom's definitely picked out Beatty as a, as a target for her to drive on. That's right, and that shows... I mean, it's certainly something you do in your scouting notes anyway. Absolutely. It shows the experience of someone like Sam Wisdom. She knows where are the, um, I guess, the, the soft, soft points of Tracy Beatty and looks to exploit them at every opportunity. Makes both the free throws. So 56 plays 37. 7 minutes 23 left in this third quarter. Hurst to Abrams on the left-hand side. Out to Wilson across the top of the key to Hurst. Hurst's got some room on the right-hand side. Decides to give it back to Wilson. Round to Bibby. Shot's not good this time. And Wilson... Oh, oh wow. Cata Francis threw the pass into Manuli's back. Lucky to come up with it. There's some wild passing coming back into the game from Adelaide. They just try to slow things down. Marino takes on Hurst, bails out, throws it out to Francis. Now she drives on Tolo into Woosnam. Woosnam, too much trouble in there. Carly Wilson and Tolo did a great job of just shutting her down in that low post. And she ends up travelling, trying to get out of trouble. Yeah, look, good defensive pressure from Canberra. Pretty, pretty good rotations, which... Uh created that double-team situation for um, Wisdom. <laughs> Tolo in the high post. Right-hand side for the Caps. Dishes it to Hurst, who goes into the key. Does a full 360. And another one. Gives herself some room. Had Marino all over her, and eventually the foul's called on Angela Marino. So that's going to be her second, I believe. Yep. Number two. Baseline ball. Abrams drives into the key, kicks out to Wilson, open for three, bang off the back of the glass, but chases down her own rebound and gets it. Kicks it back to Natty Hurst, and that slows stuff down. She's yeah. going to run some offense. And this is what Adelaide certainly don't want to get is 
give, give Canberra a couple of shots at it. They don't have time to be able to do that. So, uh, you know, they've really got to get on that grass. First penetrate oh, wow. guard finds Abrams, who kicks it quickly to Wilson, who has, doesn't make it. But Tolo comes up with another offensive board. And here's another reset. Back out to Abrams. She's going to run them through some more offense. Gets it to Bibby. Bibby open for the shot. Bang. Three points. And a lot of time wound off the clock for that three points for Canberra. That's right. It's exactly right, Simon. Just see Wilson with the ball at the perimeter. Duke flicks it over to Marley. Uh, Marnuli, sorry. Ball's coughed up. A wrestle on the floor between Marino and Natty Hurst. It ends up being knocked out of bounds by Nat Hurst and it'll be an Adelaide ball on the sideline. Nine seconds left on the shot clock. Herrera subs in and, uh, for Canberra and we said it's Warburton's come in for uh, Francis. Marino looks to penetrate hard. Great D. Oh, from Jess Bibby. Did well, but just a little bit of a reach in there. She's going to get pinged for the foul. Which yeah, she certainly had good body position and... Uh, just unfortunately put her hands in and referee blew it. So Herrera's back on the floor for Cambridge. She gave them some really good minutes early in the second quarter. Carly Wilson proving a bit more difficult for Sam Woosnam than Beattie was. She almost threw it out of bounds there. Newly cuts baseline. She's in a bit of trouble. Gets, I think, Ferreira in the back. Yeah, just a bit overzealous there from Ferreira. Carly Wilson had good position on <laughs> Partly momentum. Partly oh, momentum. Totally, yep. Her second. To stop. <laughs> 59, 59 plus 39 with uh, 5.14 so left. Adelaide have uh, cut the lead here a bit. They were down by 20, 26 at the half, I think it was. And so they've made an indent into that. First now in transition. Weaves it into the key. Oh, a little drop pass. pass on Carly Wilson. Mine newly came out of nowhere and cleaned her up. <laughs> no, the foul was on... That was actually called on wall button. Sam Woosnam comes off and Nikita Lee Martin back on for Adelaide. Be interesting. Five minutes left. No Woosnam on the floor. Let's see how Adelaide travel without their captain. Carly Wilson misses the first of the free throws. The first half frenetic pace seems to have taken its toll on a couple of the players from both sides. She makes a second. We see a sub coming in for Canberra. Free throw shooting not good for the Caps if they've got a weak spot in their game. They're only shooting at 40%. Wilson's coming out for a breather and we see uh, McCormick come back onto the floor for some minutes. She's got a few fouls. Three fouls. Racked up, so she'll have to play smart out on the floor. So Marino in the backcourt for Adelaide brings it up. Nathurst giving her a little bit of room there, but not enough for her to do any damage. Down low, the ball goes into Walbert for Adelaide. Nice little hook on McCormick. Great little move. She used her body well to create some space and just a nice soft baby hook over the top of McCormick. Great move from her. First into the low post for Tolo. She turns, spaces the basket. An equally nice little hook there from Mariana Tolo to get the two-point play. Marino now looking to drive all the way. Dishes it to Newley. Walbutton drives into the key now again. McCormick, she kicks the ball out to Maya Newley, 
Newley's athletic. She's able to use that size advantage she's got on Bibby there That's and right. hit the jump shot. Nice little fade on it too. So Capitals are up 62-43, 4.15 to go in the third quarter. Hurst with the ball on the perimeter on the left-hand side. Looks to penetrate short. Pulls up for the jump shot. Can't make it. And we see, uh, I think oh. it's Newley. But Hurst picks off the outlet pass and recovers her error. Finds Bibby in the corner again. Dang. <laughs> that was like a rifle spot. shot. That was about 10 feet outside the three. It was a low, flat shot. But it never looked like missing. Timeout called by Adelaide as the lead goes back out to 22. Three minutes 56 remaining in the game, 65-43. Adelaide made a real run of it early on, but you get the feeling it's getting back into the uh, Canberra domination. That's right. It's uh, you know I think that uh, Adelaide, for the first couple of minutes of the quarter, came out and started to make an indent not only into the score, but were really much more in control of the game, or they were in control of the game, I should actually say. Um, but uh, Canberra have made some changes to their lineup, and uh, you know had a timeout. And I'm sure Carrie Graff would have told the girls exactly what they should be focusing on, and it's uh, certainly paid dividends in these last couple of of minutes since that. So the Capitals are up 65-43 with four minutes to go, and uh, you know I think importantly, if they can go into the um, into the last quarter with a substantial lead, I think they'll be able to run this game out. I don't think that Adelaide have the um, I guess the... A 22 point turnaround 22, No, yeah. not today. They just don't look like they've got it in them today. Particularly when you look at the fact that they've got someone like Kayla Francis, who's... Uh, Kayla Francis, sorry, is carrying a couple of fouls. Um, it's just, you know... And they haven't got a Jess Foley who can just sort of weave a bit of magic, come on, and she's, you know... She could come on in, in any game and in a couple of minutes, you know, rack 12 or 15 points up pretty quickly. So, the former Duke Blue Devil, she's uh, yeah. been able to pull some pretty amazing things out. 8-6 so far, the score in the, in the other game that's on at the moment. Bendigo leading Dandenong. Marino now with the ball, bringing it up the floor. First defending her, rattles around the top of the screens. Gets into the keyway and is fouled by... Take your pick, I think. Could you McCormick or Tolo? <laughs> Tolo picks it up. Probably better. I think that's probably only Tolo's second or... Yep, only second. Would have been the fourth for McCormick. So, probably a good good decision there for Capitals fans. <laughs> Marino now going to shoot the free throw. It's the first one. And makes the second as well. So 65 plays 35. The ball inbounded to Natty Hurst. Tolo down, well behind the play though, so the Caps look to slow things up, get her into position. There she is. Pereira now kicks it back out to Hurst, to Tolo at the high post. Shoots what is pretty close to a three-point shot. It's only two, but this is a side of Tolo we haven't seen yet, a, a strong outside shooting game. No, she's nice from sort of the foul, foul line range, but she's yep, taken a few steps outside of that and knocked that one on down. <laughs> and wouldn't that be a great thing to add to her arsenal? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, another big Holly Grimer with a great, side, great outside shooting game. Oh, oh, Marino just gets an easy look there and missed it. Everyone backed off her, and she was about yeah. five feet below the free throw line and went, oh, I'm wide open, I'll shoot it. A breakdown right. in communication defensively <laughs> there. <laughs> Abrams now with the ball for the Caps to... Follow in the high post. Back to Abrams. She spins, moves into the key, kicks it out to Pereira. Off balance, puts up a shot. It doesn't drop. Just wasn't quite set for that shot, Chantella Pereira. 
but another wild pass as the ball Natty Hurst almost got a hand in there spills out of bounds and it's going to be Marino with the ball to Walbert in the low post McCormick did well to shut her out but that little sideways step that Walbert has at the end of a drive yeah she's been doing some good stuff for Adelaide Walberton so uh, it's good to see them getting some mileage out of her McCormick to Hurst into Tolo in the post down to Natty Hurst cuts baseline a lot of traffic Pereira just weaves in and gets a two point shot Chantella Pereira difficult to defend she's pretty erratic mover Duke now pulls up with a shot almost an air ball just off the front of the ring falls into Nat Hurst's hands and they are away in transition they've got numbers if they want them oh, Abrams with a tip pass to Tolo little hook doesn't drop but she's fouled in under the basket See what, when the Capitals get into that offensive transition and if they're out in front, they are almost impossible to stop. They're very difficult to stop and you really don't want them to get into that game at all if you can avoid it. As we see, Mariana Tolo will step up to the line to take two as the Capitals lead with 1.55 to go in this third quarter, 69-47. Hannah Bowley's come on for McCormick. Rangers are leading the Bendigo Spirit with four minutes to go, 15-13. First free throw made by Tolo. 70 plays 47 a minute, 55 in this second, third quarter, sorry. And the ball just off the rebound there, knocked out of bounds by Adelaide. No real possession, but the Caps will nonetheless get possession. Pereira into first in heavy traffic gives herself some room a little fall away it drops it rattled around she was falling away at about a 45 degree angle when she released that shot so it takes her I think she's got 11 now for the game so uh, starting to score some points oh good defence there from Nat Hurst forced the error from Marino she turns it over and Natty Hurst has the ball. Camera crowd like that. <laughs> As we see Hurst with the ball. Looking to penetrate hard. Pulls up for the three. It's short. It's reads the rebound and Tolo comes up with it. Gets it back out to Abrams at the point. Looking to penetrate. She comes off some big screens. Finds Hurst. Yep, Natty Hurst just wheeling and dealing through the key there. Gets a bit too much attention from Marino again. I think this might be her fourth. Third, but they are in the bonus, so Nathurst will go to the line. We see Marino um, taking a rest on the bench, and so the guard line-up for, uh, for Adelaide now is what Martin and uh, Newley, I guess. So... Just Adelaide's backcourt starting to just not get things done. I mean, we talked about it all game. You take Jess Foley out of that backcourt, it's a big hole to fill. And we've got Capitals leading 74 after Hurst knocks those two down, 74-47. As uh, Newley goes to work, kicks it back out to Francis on the perimeter. She can normally Ooh, knock him down from there, but uh, it was all there on that occasion. You look at the other Adelaide guards, I mean, Newley... Newley's a great off guard, but she's not really a passer or a ball carrier. Well, they don't have a, what I'd call another, a backup point. Even yeah. with Foley out there, they, you know, Foley will do the job for you, but uh, 
you know, they don't have a backup point. And there was talk during the off season that they'd pick up Bella. I don't know whatever happened yeah. to that, not eventuated. Would have been very handy for them. Yeah. Here we see as Hurst got the ball at the point. She takes the three. Not good, but chases down her own rebound, keeps it alive, taps it back in bounds to Bolly, and it's a foul. Newly again, just reaches in the contest. And yeah, it didn't seem to be a lot in that one. Picks up her third, so a, a missed shot from Hurst and a scrambled rebound turns into two free throws for Hannah Bally. So she's going to line up to possibly put the caps up to 29 ahead after all the hard work Adelaide did in the first few minutes of this quarter to try to get back in. Misses the first. So 28 seconds left in this third quarter. So probably uh, two trips up and down the floor. Makes the second. Now it's Woosnam with the ball for Adelaide. Good defensive pressure from Canberra. They're right up in the lanes now, making it difficult for... Adelaide, who oh, have now wow. turned the ball over. See, Marino's out. There is no ball carrier. Sam Woosnam carrying the ball up the floor. And just a terrible turnover there from Walbutton. Just threw it out of bounds. 15 on the clock. I'd imagine they'll run some kind of clear-out play here. You see Hurst with the ball. Looking to penetrate. Finds uh, Bally open on the perimeter. She takes the three. Can't make it. Certainly the right shot will take. So an 8 to nothing run there for the Capitals to finish off the third quarter. 95 plays 40, sorry, 75. We're at, a, we're at a very strange angle on the scoreboard here at the desk here. As soon as I said it, I thought, no, that's not right. 75 plays 47 as the third quarter break looks fairly resolved there for Adelaide. They're some pretty dejected looking faces. Well, it is, and uh, just looking at the scorers for the game, we've got Bibby sitting with 22 points. Uh, they've got another Tolo and Hurst. Tolo and Hurst on 13, and Pereira with 10 for Canberra. That shooting percentage is still up there, you know, 53% overall from the field, um, and 53% from three-point range as well. So you've got to be happy with that, and that's large numbers. 10 of 19, there's 30 points of your that's right, from outside, lines yeah. from outside, and. Uh, and they're shooting the same percentage from the foul lines, so, um, you know, that... Not so good. <laughs> not, not so good. 54% from the foul lines, not so good. But uh, Adelaide, on the other hand, is shooting about 37% from the field and, and 31% from the floor. Just looking at the rebounding, Adelaide is still out-rebounding Canberra. So the um, shooting is really uh, keeping Canberra ahead in this game. And that, the turnovers, though doesn't really become too much of a factor, though, when no. Canberra's shooting at such a high percent. No, that's right. So, and uh, the turnovers, uh, Adelaide is sitting with 18 at the three-quarter break. So yeah, they've probably slowed their rate down, which is good, but um, it's still, you know, gave them all sorts of problems in the first. Still with four turnovers and probably uh, at least two of them coming in the last minute for Adelaide there. So but 19 are up to for the game. Not a good result, but we've sort of harped <laughs> on that all, that's right. all game. So look, I think at quarter time, you know, it's a uh, 28-point difference. Adelaide will certainly be looking to, I guess, redeem some pride and uh, sort of make sure that they reduce the split. I mean, the split could come very become very important down the stretch when it gets into the final series in terms of uh, results and placings on the ladder. So they certainly will be looking to try and um, 
you know, reduce this ga- uh, gap. And uh, Canberra, on the other hand, of course, will want to continue to build on that lead because they may need the, the results, you know, the split, score split um, as part of the ratings at the end of the season. It's almost quarter time in the other game on at the moment. The Rangers 20 leading the Bendigo Spirits 16. Jess Marnie obviously proving a, a bit of a lift there for the Rangers. Natty Hurst now gets it over to Tracy Beattie. Beattie to Pereira. Pereira starting this final quarter. Nice drive. Doesn't drop though. Adelaide with the rebound. Sam Woosnam. Marino still sitting off. Interesting stuff. Over to Williams now for Adelaide. Kicks it through to Martin. Martin in the post against Pereira. Big ask, but Pereira just a bit too much hands on there. Yeah, just put the hand in at the last minute. Yeah. Probably, you know, her third personal for Pereira. So, as we'll see, Martin step to the line. Knocks down the first of the free throws. So 75 plays 48. And the second. Oh, wild pass from Tracy Beattie there. Nathurst did what she could to, to hang on to it, but ended up spilling out of bounds. That looked like one of the turnovers Adelaide would have made like, yeah. earlier in the game. Well, it happens to the best. <laughs> Francis now with the ball drives on... McCormick, nice drive, shot doesn't drop Tracy Beattie ooh, Tracy Beattie tapped it out right on the line Natty Hurst got it back in but had a toe on the line on the takeoff. so She's Volk's having a lot to say in this game, she hasn't stopped talking to the referee. Well for a call they just got yeah. <laughs> She's uh, certainly going on with it Sam Woosnam now driving out to Wallbutton who hits a nice 20 foot jump shot Natty Hurst now in transition. Ran into the back of Pereira. There was a bit of a collision up ahead of court there. Dangerous profession being a point guard in the WNBL. McCormick clicks it out. Sam Woosnam got a hand in the passing lane and knocked it out of bounds. Woosnam's been uh, probably the one rock for stability in this Adelaide lineup today. And regardless of what's been going on, she's been very good she's for been them. in everything. Yep. Defensively, offensively, on the board. She's done a good job for them. McCormick going up against Francis. Got the shot off. Didn't get it to drop. Was involved in the rebounding contest and it kicks out to Kel Abrams. So good work there from Jess McCormick. Tolo now on the high post. Out to Pereira. Pereira pushes in. Gives herself some room on the three. Doesn't drop it. Got a contest doctor. No, it's hit the support at the top of the uh, top of the backboard. So it's going to be an Adelaide ball. Smoosnam bringing it up the floor. Martin now flicks it out to Walbert, and she drives on McCormick. Good D from Canberra. Didn't get the hands in that time. Foul on the rebound. No, sorry, it was on Warburton. Just over the shoulder there, her fourth personal. So she's giving them a little spark here, but one more foul and she's out of the game. 75 plays 51, 8 minutes and 9 seconds left in the game. Four. Oh, great. Three or a two there from Pereira. I think it 
think that was a three. And three point shot. Good penetration from um, Abrams as we see Warburton and McCormick uh, going at it, getting physical down in the post there. And Warburton, uh, sorry, McCormick's been called for the foul, so that'll be her. Oh, pretty sure Warburton's uh, from uh, New Zealand as well. So, could be a bit of uh, bit of pressure there on each other, trying to prove themselves to the to the uh, national coach. <laughs> Wisdom, no, Martin now with the ball. Under a lot of defensive pressure, the Capitals not taking the foot off the gas there. Warburton gets her own rebound off the missed shot, steps around McCormick and makes the layup. Abrams now with the ball. Now it was only two from Pereira before, it's 78. I'm oh, sorry, it was, you're correct. Was the three, 78-53. Been called for a travel, trying to find some space against Carla, Kayla Francis and... Uh, certainly did a much better job defensively there and well Adelaide doing what they can to try to uh, try to get the game back on track but I think as you said Michelle they've they, they got enough in the momentum to close a 25 point gap right. Wilson well, is matched up against Walton who looks to feed the ball across to Duke got it in the left hand corner Kicks it into Francis in the paint. She goes to work against Tolo. Nice, nice. move. Lovely move. Yep, Kayla Francis. She's got that unorthodox slow post play. She's hard to defend. She just uses her body well, reads where the D is, and uh, creates some space for herself. This is in trouble in the corner. It finds Tolo. Gets it back. Back to Tolo as they run a two-man game. Hurst for the pull-up J. And it's uh, all there. Well, Adelaide lo- uh, are winning this quarter. Eight points to five. But Vicky Volk wants a timeout. Still going off at the refs. Not sure what she's seeing that the rest of us aren't. But uh, Caps could be on target, maybe for a hundred-point game. Scoring certainly slowed down. They've only scored five points in three minutes, so might not be possible. That's right. And Volk is uh, talking to the girls about some defensive techniques. As we see, it's uh, she's looking to make girls a little bit more aggressive, uh, not aggressive in the post, but certainly make a bigger presence in that post and uh, try and, uh, I guess, create some turnovers and uh, what have you, so wait and see what happens. Vicky Polk's still very animated, trying to fire up a team. They might have, uh, some of them may have decided the game was over, but uh, not as far as she's concerned, there's still six minutes and 51 to get out there and play some good basketball. That's right, as we just have a quick look at the Rangers Spirit game and Dendong uh, uh, Rangers are leading 24-20 with 8.46 to go in the second quarter and Steph Cummings featuring on the scoreboard for uh, Dendong, she's got 10 and Christy Harrower, surprise, surprise, is leading Bendigo with 6 points. <laughs> so it's going to be an Adelaide ball, no, Marino has come back on. Williams will take a seat. So it's Adelaide ball in the back court. Capitals with full court pressure. Eventually Adelaide get it into Marino. So bring it up the floor. Certainly it will slow down any chance Adelaide have got of getting back in the game. But Newley with a nice drive off the screen. Pass not so good. Martin picked up the strats. Came in baseline and got the rebound. Pereira receives the inbound pass, inbound pass there from... Carly Wilson, she's over on the right-hand side, outside the key, gives it to Bibby. Bibby drops nice it into Tolo. Beautiful pass. Had Kayla Francis wrong-footed, 
and Francis had no option there but to foul, and that'll be her fourth. That's right, and that was just good, uh, good reading there of the passing angles, and uh, you know Pereira kicked it into Bibby in the corner, and of course, you know Francis just didn't have time to recover on the angle and reseal. So um, makes a three-point play. So 83 now playing 57. Marino gets herself open. Little, oh, little. She shot that from about waist height. Just sort of hoofed it up a half shovel. We've seen the shovel from Marino many times, but uh, that one was nice. And Nat Hurst gets ridden out of bounds. Can't believe it. Takes a seat on the bench with the, co- with, the uh, with the floor wipers there. A little shake of the head. And, geez, what happened there? <laughs> Before she picks herself up and... Maybe she was just too quick for everyone. Just having a quick chat to the girls down there. Hope that they are enjoying the game. Marino now with the ball in the backcourt. Bringing it up for Adelaide. Gets it over to Newley. Newley's been good in this second half. Been able to spark them, as has Nikita Martin. Turnaround jump shot from Kayla Francis. Doesn't drop. Tracy Beattie with the rebound. Hurst in transition to Tolo. Tolo just a bit too far under the basket. Carly Wilson on the floor, getting about four bodies down there on the floor. It's going to be a jump ball. Well, it's not a jump ball anymore, so it's possession to Adelaide. Yeah, look, both Wilson and, and Pereira in great position to get that. And they yep. both went for it, saw each other and both let it go. And, uh, you know, just not able to come up with possession. Up. Well, got hands back on it, but it's a jump ball. They're up by uh, 28 points, didn't want to, uh, 26 points. Didn't want to put their body on the line. <laughs> Newly now. Down to Francis in the low post. Cutting Newly there on the baseline. Carly Wilson. Just running around a court there, just saying, nah, there's no layup in there, I'm afraid. Gets yeah. the foul for a yeah. second. Wilson was just caught out of position, a bit slow reacting. But certainly guaranteed that there was no scoring opportunity there for Newley, although she, Newley's a smart player, put up the shot, she'll go to the line for two. Kelly Abrams coming on to give Wilson a breather. Wilson hasn't shown any signs of those injury worries. She's looked no, she's pretty, pretty smooth. Pretty yep. smooth. She's been fairly free in her. Newly movement. drops both free throws. As 83 plays 61, 525 left oh, in the game. Quick Pereira. Pereira goes coast to coast, kicks it out to Natty Hurst. Hurst into Beattie in the high post, gets to the free throw, drops it back to Hurst, who gets a lay, oh, not a layup, but a little free throw jump shot there for two points. Nat Hurst goes up to 17 for the game. Marino to Martin. Martin down to Francis in that low post again. Tolo did a good job to not give her much room, but Francis' long arms just makes that sideways step and a little scoop. Two points for Adelaide. Abrams, left-hand side, kicks it to Beatty. Beatty dumps it off to Nat Hurst. Into Tolo in that post. Frees it up to Hurst again. Her shot's not good, but Tolo there for the rebound. Bit of a volleyball play from Tracy Beatty. Tried to just push it back up, but it didn't drop. Adelaide comes away. They're in transition. Pereira defending Marino. Almost popped it up. But kicks it off to Newley. Newley kicks it out to Martin. Shot's no good. And a dribble. First out rebounds Francis on that occasion. Position was everything <laughs> that's there, that's right. for sure. Certainly wasn't in the air. Oh, three-point shot from Chantella Pereira. She has been good for the Capitals. This game scored very nicely. 88 plays 63. 25 point lead just Capitals hanging on to that to that lead Marino 
Drives right on first. Gets herself into trouble. Wild pass, but brought in there by Newley. She kicks it back to Marino. Marino drives on Hurst. Throws up an absolute prayer. Nothing going. Tolo gets the rebound. Back at to Abrams in transition. She sees a lane. Yeah, good vision from Kel Abrams. Just a lane to the basket there. The Adelaide defense had no option but to collapse on her. That's right. And as we see Hannah Bowley coming back on for Canberra and Tracy Beattie will take a sub. Beattie's played good and minutes Duke. and she's been useful yeah, today. Wisdom and Duke are both back on the floor for Francis and Walton for Adelaide. She has played good minutes, yeah. She's given some, some really good minutes for... Um, if, if nothing else, Tracy Beattie gives you a massive presence in the key and just that presence alone can be enough to, to make yeah. people change shots or, or decide right. not to take shots. That intimidation normal. factor, you know, Absolutely. you beat the first line of defence and then you see big Tracy Beattie hands coming at you. Woo! <laughs> Free throws are good there. 90 plays 63. 3.36 left in the game. Marino on the right-hand side, outside the three, dumps it into the post to Newley. She works on Abrams, gets a shot off, but it's no good. Hurst and Abrams in transition. Abrams outside the three, drives baseline, gets some room, kicks it to Tolo. Tolo's, yeah, got a bit of trouble there. Three seconds, I think they called in the end. Three seconds or a travel there. I think either one would have been fair. Adelaide, inbound the ball, Duke to Marino, back to Duke. Just quick look at the uh, Bendigo and uh, Spirit uh, now up by four points against Sandy Long as we see three Sam Three-point shot, Sam Woosnam. Knocking down the three. Natty Hurst now bringing the ball up. 90 plays 66, two minutes, 55 left in the game. Up to Tolo in the low post, that quick first step of Tolo beats Rebecca Duke. Duke fouls, or the shot's not good, but Tolo will go to the line and shoot two. She does have a very quick first step, Mariana Tolo. She's, uh, you know, as we've seen, Natalie Hurst. A well-earned rest for Natty Hurst. 17 points for the game. Has effectively shut down Angela Marino, who's their only guard. Marino has 18 points, but apart from that, scoring has had little effect on the game. Tolo knocks down the first. 2.52 left. 91 plays 66. Misses the second free throw. Duke to Woosnam. Woosnam now brings it up. Got Tolo backpedaling. Kicks it out to Newley. Newley to Marino. Puts up the three. Knocks it down. Takes her to 21. So she's certainly impacting on the scoreboard. Now Woosnam that time trying to defend Nicole Romeo bit too quick for Woosman. Woosman might have the quicks on Tracy Beattie or, or Tolo perhaps but uh, Romeo can uh, turn it on a dime pretty quickly so she's going to step out to the floor for her first look at any action in this game and, and walk the full length of the floor to shoot two free throws Nails the first not too cold off the bench No that's right Shooter's never cold <laughs> Winds up for her second. This will make it 93. So the Caps still up by 24 points. Duke bringing the ball up for Adelaide. Into the high post to Newley. Newley looks to get to Woosam in the low post. Drives baseline. Good defence from Kel Abrams. Forces the turnover. Woosam had to give it up and just threw the ball over the top of pretty much everybody in the key there and straight out of bounds. So good solid D from Kel Abrams. Nicole Romeo now bringing the ball up 
for the Capitals. Moves it around, hangs onto it. Over to Pereira now. Pereira to Abrams. Wide open. Had an eternity to look at that shot and nailed the three. So 97. 96, sorry. Plays 69. Roosnam taking on Foley. They would have been teammates a few years back. Roosnam in a lot of trouble now. Kicks it out to Marino. Puts up the shot. No good. Pereira with the rebound. She's in transition now. Takes it. Sees a lane. Dumps it into Tolo. Tolo gets a shot, rattles around, drops it in. 98, that 100-point game looking good. A minute 40 left in the game. The all in a low post for Martin, but blocked. Oh, blocked by, I think, both Abrams and Bowley. Yeah, Bowley's got really go-go gadget arms, hasn't she? She certainly very has. Long, very long reach on her. She wouldn't be as tall. She's probably given away about two or three inches on Tolo, but I reckon has an equivalent wingspan. That's right. So 98-69. I think the referees are saying that it shouldn't be a reset shot clock is what they're discussing. No, there was no real possession. No. So, uh, we'll see what they come away with. Nice. It's a close quarter. That Well, the second half's been close. The well, only problem being that the, that the Caps had a 26-point lead at half-time. Well, that's right. So, uh, you know, Adelaide have certainly regrouped in the second half and uh, done a much better job. But the... Um, I guess, you know, the lead that the Capitals had established at the half-time break was just too much. So, unfortunately, here at the Tuggeranong Stadium, you can't run down the shot clock without, without, the game without clock. running down the game clock as well. So, so the shot clock's gone down to 15. That's right. The game so clock is just winding down until we get to the... Uh, uh, I'm not sure what we were at before, <laughs> to be honest. 140, 141. So, we're getting ready to restart now. So next oh, week, Simon, we're back on Sport Radio. Um, Definitely. Two games next weekend. We've got Bendigo AIS on the Saturday it? night. And then Bendigo will come in here. We'll see the great Christy Harrower draining uh, three-point shots from all over the floor, I'm sure, as her Bendigo oh. team takes on the Canberra Capitals. Just a strip there. There's a foul. Foul's been called on uh, Bowley, and unfortunately Pereira got it clean. But oh, uh, wow. Uh, so, one thirty-one left in the game. We're in the bonus, so all fouls will be heading to the free throw line from this point onwards. Woosnam now drives on Tolo. Oh, good help defense from Bowley. Back into Woosnam. She goes into the middle, gets herself some room. Sam Woosnam, I tell you what, was going to retire at the end of last season. She is clearly the best player for Adelaide. That's right, and she's racked up. I think she must have 15 points now. She's done a very good job for them. Been in everything, as we see. Abrams with the ball on the right-hand wing. Looking to push it into Tolo. Tolo kicks it back out to Romeo. Looks to penetrate and finds Pereira open for the three-pointer again. Doesn't make it on that occasion, but uh, Romeo reads the rebound there and then kicks it straight into Tolo. Goes strong, but it's blocked. Oops, out of bounds. It's going to be an Adelaide ball. We see uh, Marino receiving the ball on cut action and goes to work, knocks down another two, taking her tally to 23 for the game. So she's certainly uh, racking up some points for Adelaide now, effectively in jump time. So um, Capitals are leading 98-73 with 32 seconds to go. Abrams feeds Tolo, who feeds oh. it back to Abrams on the cut action. 
Nice casual little no-look pass from Tolo. That's right. Tolo has uh, added quite a few elements to her game that, that uh, we didn't see a lot of last season, so she's really rounding herself out. This, uh, we yep. see Maya, New- Maya nearly uh, leaving the floor with her fifth foul. She's she's worked hard out there today. For she's been very good for them, yeah. She's, you know, really... Um, you know, played with some great endeavour and, you know, made some mistakes, but has certainly always been willing to give it a 100% effort. Woosom's been really solid for them and Martin and uh, Newley have probably be second and third off the rank. 24 seconds left, Capitals 100. Adelaide 73, we see another turnover for Adelaide. Pereira now with the ball. Romeo flicks it over to Abrams. Quick pass back as Romeo sets up the play. He's got a high post screen there from Tolo. Gives us a bit of room. Kicks it out to Abrams. Abrams drives into space. Tolo from the free throw line. Doesn't drop this time. Woosnam gets the rebound, but it's all over. Canberra Transact Capitals 100 have defeated the Adelaide Link Lightning 73. Top scorers for the game. And for Adelaide, Angela Marino finished up with 21 points of uh, some nice outside shooting, mainly Sam Woosnam with 13 points, Lisa Walburton with 11. For the Capitals, Jess Bibby, 22 points. Mariana Tolo and Nat Hurst finish up with 17 each. Chantella Pereira, 16 points. A really strong contribution from her today, Michelle. Yes, it was. Chantella came on and uh, really gave the Canberra team a bit of a boost, you know, knocked down some open threes and uh, had uh, a pretty good impact on the game. She really just started to, like, you know, her speed and quickness just uh, started to really create some problems at the defensive end and then at the offensive end she was also able to make some opportunities and get some mileage for the Capitals. So, so good outing by Canberra. Uh, convincing win. Uh, I think Adelaide would be disappointed, not so much with the fact that they lost, but the way they lost. I think that first half really set up the game for Canberra, and it was a big ask for them to come back from such a large deficit. So, um, you know, a good win from Canberra, and that'll that'll set them up well for next weekend's game against Bendigo. Definitely uh, good contributions all around there from the Capitals. They were able to get uh, five scorers in double figures. And really get the, and still get you know valuable minutes. Romeo got to get on, and Pereira, as we've mentioned a couple of times during the game, she ended up with 25 or 24 and a half minutes, 16 points, five assists, four rebounds. So a really solid contribution all around from Chantella Pereira. So we're going to try to head off in a moment and try to get some interviews. So I'll uh, hand over to Craig. And you guys can uh, look at the box score that's winging its way over here. The one thing I hope Simon doesn't do, Michelle, is ask Sam about retiring because she was quite emphatic on AIS radio that uh, she did not retire at the end of last year and she's only 31. (laughs) It was the championship year. But uh, Simon's going to get us some coaches, some players. It should be interesting to hear how the Caps their first 100-point game of the season and it's coming up against the undefeated Adelaide Lightning. Now, Simon Peters is with Vicky Vogg. But uh, Coach Vogg with me. Not the uh, afternoon you were expecting? No, it wasn't. It was a big loss for us. It's very disappointing to go down that much, but we weren't ready to come out and play that second quarter and I think that's what got us today. 
just seemed um, the possession stuff there, a lot of turnovers, 15 turnovers up until half time. Yeah, I think most of those were in the second quarter. So that, yeah. And I think that's pretty, we lost the second quarter by, uh, that second half by a point, I think. Yeah, certainly, uh, at half time, whatever you said to the girls at half time certainly got them fired up and inspired. But um, do you think, it, is it sometimes the case where you, you have a great start to the season and you, you just tend to get a little complacent and come into the game and lose that? Or is that, is that just a myth? Yeah, I think that's just a myth. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make any excuses for today, but um, we lost We lost to a better team, so we just have to take it. So what do, you, what do you work on after watching today's game? Lots of things, I think, after today's game. Uh, you know, we lost the, the, the rebounding. We just couldn't get a, a defensive board when we really needed to, and I think that hurt us at crucial points in the game. That, that said, our uh, top game for the team, Sam Woosom just rock solid all game. Oh yeah, Sam, except for the last 30 seconds, I oh, think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what the, we well, can't see many positives at the moment. I'm sure we will after we sit down and watch the tape. We'll just have to review it. I will let you digest that, and uh, we'll see you next time you're in town. Okay. Thanks, Vicky. Thank you. Interesting to see Michelle in the Bendigo Rangers game. Bendigo getting on top now at home, 43 to 35. But when you see Jess Marnie has made the move across to the Rangers after she played with Adelaide for so many years, and of course she was uh, well an alternate <laughs> at the uh, point guard position. Uh, they were ruining for another point guard oh, throughout this game. Yes, they were. They really did uh, need another point guard just to give them, you know, to give Marina um, uh, a rest. And uh, But, you know, they didn't have that. They put other players in there who aren't true point guards on to try and uh, create, um, to, uh, to do that role. And it, it's a tough ask. Mm. It's a very tough ask, particularly against the Canberra Capitals guard rotation. As we're just trying to spot Simon here, and here he is with Coach... Uh, Coach Graff with me. 27-point uh, win against the team that's 4-0. That must be feeling like things are back on track. Yeah, look, it's huge. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I don't think we were that far off track. We were beaten by Bulleen in the opener. We lost by one point in Townsville. Um, you know, but certainly 4-2 and two is a lot healthier than 2-4. Two and, two and four. So, huge weekend for us. We said it was a playoff weekend. And, you know, credit to our team. We, you know, we got a, a close one against Sydney in Sydney Friday night and then came back and, you know... I mean, Adelaide are a little undermanned, but they're still a hell of a team. And to win by that much was huge for us. Definitely. You seem to, uh, I think, certainly from where we were watching, the, your defensive pressure and just the, the, uh, the contest between the backcourts seemed to just get you the win in that second quarter almost. Yeah, look, our focus, I mean, I think that, you know, that second quarter for us defensively was the one, you know. I mean, they went into half time with only 26 points. And, um, you know, that's big. They're a team that can rack up big numbers, you know, 26, and they ended up with nearly 50 in the second half. So, look, they can shoot the three. I think we just did a great job of containing their penetration, you know, and... That's, uh, that's the thing with them. If you can contain them and, you know, gamble that they, they don't hit from the outside, you're in a good situation. You've got solid contributions from pretty much everyone, but the uh, person who seemed to really step up today was Chantella Pereira. Yeah, look, you know, she, she and Tola are both proof. If you do the work, good things happen, you know. They've got great work ethics. They work out every day on their game as well as our team practice and weights, and you can see it in their game, you know. The growth that those two have had over the past 12 months is near on phenomenal. Well, I say that and then I say no. It's because they practice they practice and work on their game, and what happens, you get better. Well, we've been noticing, we've commented on it all game, the last two games. We're just seeing all these extra bits come out of Tolo's game, this passing game, outside shooting today, Sheeta. I'm not sure if she got a three, but one was way outside. Yeah, and same thing, you know, we've been working with that with her over the last 12 months. You know, we did a lot of work last year, but it takes a while for things to sink into your game, to take them from practice, have the confidence to do it in the game. But she's, she's evolving week by week, you know. Struggled a little bit in the, the first couple of rounds, I think, to... You know, to be the go-to post without Bishop next to her or 
media around her for many minutes, but she's she's stepping up and making a statement about her future as a you know a star in the WNBL. Well, it is. I mean, it's it's bad luck for the team as a whole to have Abby Bishop out, but it's a fantastic opportunity for her. It is, you know, and Tolo's risen to the occasion. You know, I think Hannah Boll is the other one off the bench that's shown great improvement. You know, Tracy, we've got a nurse with her minutes, but she's still, for the limited practice she does, she's still chipping away at getting good. So you're right, it's a chance for us, for those other post players to, you know, enjoy the minutes and get their confidence and skills up while Bishop's out. When she comes back, it makes us have a pretty good front line. And she's looking like she's just, you've got the reins on and she's just chopping at the bit. She's warming up with the girls and she's standing there. She clearly wants back in. Yeah, she does. Well, and it's frustrating for her. You know, she can do everything except any contact. Well, unfortunately, all the practice is contact and the game's contact. So, you know, it's frustrating for her. She's young. You know, she sees our team improving and them improving and she wants to improve too. You know, she was our MVP last year and she is a young star in this league. So, you know, we want her back, but we're conscious not to, not to push that. She's got a big career ahead of her and we need to make sure, you know, she comes back when she's ready. Well, we're certainly playing like the championship team again. Plus, we've got Abby to come back in, so you must be feeling pretty good. Yeah, look, it's a long season, but, you know, this weekend really, you know, I think it, it was a big statement for, you know, this team's still on track. We're still a, you know, a playoff and championship contender, but we've got to just keep chipping away and getting better each week. Yeah, thanks for the talk, Pat. Simon starts to pick up some more of the players now. I think he's going to try and find the buzzer beater in that verse who again had a big game, Michelle, but you've got some stats there. Yes, I do. And talking about Natalie Hurst, she ended the game with 17 points and uh, 7 rebounds. And in fact, was Canberra's uh, highest rebounder for that game. So unbelievable. Unbelievable it is. But um, as we see, he's about to talk to... Uh, right. No, he's, he's... He's coming across he's coming to Sam Woosnam now. Sam Woosnam, I, I believe. Looking. Yep, he's just going to sit down with Sam and uh, have a couple of words with her. OK, I've got Sam Woosnam here with me now. Tough game, Sam. Yeah, it was a tough game. Um, obviously, coming off uh, the AS game on Friday and without um, our captain now, Jess Foley. But you know, I mean, we were pretty, we had to be pretty disappointed with the way that we played in the second half. But I mean, I mean, not in the second half, in the second quarter. But then we sort of got it together after halftime. And um, I mean, I think we we went out fighting. But yeah, overall, it wasn't that great of a game. Yeah, certainly um, rock solid in that in that second half. I think you guys only dropped by one point for the second half. But yeah, that second quarter was just a real. Uh, just totally went off. We were calling the game, and we're just going. This isn't the Adelaide, Adelaide team we're used to seeing. Do you think it's a? Um, is it a, a tiredness thing, or just a? I mean, clearly we've also discussed. You know, Jess Foley's a great player. She must leave quite a hole in your back court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's. A, I don't think definitely wasn't a tiredness thing today. But I mean, we had a day off yesterday, so I, in all honesty, I think it comes down to experience. You know, we have to keep going to things that are working, that is working for us, and we went away from that. So, I mean, that's something we're going to learn. We've got three of our starting five not playing at the moment, so we're hoping to be the best after Christmas, not the first, not before Christmas. Definitely, yeah, because we're, we're talking about how, how great a start you've had to the season, but you are down players. You, you're missing a few at the moment. So what's the prognosis on the return of some of those players? I'm pretty sure I will hopefully we'll have Jess uh, for the bullying game next week, so our second game. Um, and hopefully Shelley will be playing um, both games next weekend. She's been doing really well on the court. And then we've got Renee Camino, who should be probably a week after that. So then, you know, then it's going to make our trainings better and it's going to make girls work harder because they'll be fighting for positions. So looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a hell of a three players to be missing out of your lineup. Yeah, it is. And it's really exciting. You sort of, they come on the floor and it's, it's a whole different look. So it's, it is exciting. So, you know, I, I have to correct myself when I get back on thing because I have a I was calling you the captain all game. So Jess is the captain now. But even so, you, we can you know, lovingly refer to you as a veteran in this team. Uh, you'd be happy with some of the output from some of the younger players. Like I thought today, 
and Nikita Martin and uh, Mayan Yuli were really good for you. Yeah, they were. I mean, Mia's um, come a long way. She's starting this year, um, and she's doing a great job. And also, Nikki, I actually have the pleasure of coaching Nikki in the ABA. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to take the credit for no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, um, yeah, very happy with it. And, no, I'm, as you said, not the captain. Jess is the captain this year, and she's doing a fantastic job. And, and I'm enjoying just playing, so it's good. Yeah, does it, does it take that uh, a bit of a load off you? You can just go out and do what you need to do and not have to worry too much? I mean, I guess you always do. Once you've been captain, you can't really take that hat off. Yeah, and that's something that I said to Vicky. You know, I'm still going to be, like, faced off. But um, to tell you the honest truth, I think it's worked out for the, for the best for both of us. Jess is playing really well, and it has taken a bit of um, pressure off me. So, yeah, it's good. That's all. Well, we thought you were... By far the uh, standout player for the team today. Still, still got plenty of years left. Oh yeah, I don't know about that, but I, I won't announce my retirement now. <laughs> no, no, well, we had a bit of a debate off, off, off Mike before because uh, there were rumours last year that you were going to retire after that season, and and we're going, why is she retiring? Yeah. She's kicking butt. <laughs> yeah, well, I only actually everyone keeps asking me that, but I only officially retired once. So um, yeah, we'll just see how. It goes. Just a brain snap. You can take those things back. Yeah, yeah, exactly, always. <laughs> okay, we'll let you get that uh, take off. I'm sure it's a wonderful feeling when it all comes up. But thanks for chatting with us, and we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. Yes, Sam Wilson is a great sport and uh, a fantastic player. That's right, yeah, and, and she's an experienced player, and I, I guess, you know, she's quite philosophical about the game today, and that shows her maturity and her experience in, in the uh in the, ga- in the game and in this league she knows that you know one half of basketball doesn't make or break a season and that uh, it's onwards and upwards from here on in It is the Capitals Radio Network our next game on the Capitals Radio Network is next Sunday as Simon is going to speak to some of the Caps now and uh, hopefully we'll be hearing from Natty Hurst and Jess Bibby as well who uh, had big weekends here in Pink Round Bibby with me, you must be feeling pretty good about that one. Yeah, you know, it's um, we really earmarked this weekend as, as being a final strike weekend for us. We needed to get the two wins and, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're down a couple of players but we, we needed to put, put four quarters together and, and execute our stuff better than what we have to, to beat them today and, you know, some good times for us. Definitely, I mean, it's, there's sort of been talk about you guys having a bit of a slow start to the season and, and but uh, certainly you wouldn't be saying that after today's game. I mean, even though Adelaide are missing three fairly key players, they're still at 4-0 and and that's just a really solid win for you guys. Yeah, I mean, any time you play against Adelaide, you know, they're going to they're gonna be quality and, you know, there were some really good signs for us today. We executed at, at times pretty well and but still, you know, a lot of things that we've been, that we know that we need to get better at if we, if we want to challenge for the championship and, and we're lacking it again a little bit today. So, you know, we'll, we'll continue to work at that stuff and, and hopefully we can build on our season from here. I mean, we know that another game's four quarters. You don't you don't win it over over one part of the game, but definitely that second quarter defensively, you were just able to really shut them down. I think they only scored six or eight points, only two field goals in the whole quarter. Yeah, I mean that's the key for us. You know, we did the same against Sydney on on Friday night. We I think we kept them to like an, a, a six or seven point quarter in that in that second term. And you know, if we can, you know, you know, obviously, you know, the teams in this league are pretty good. You can't hold them to four quarters of six points. But if we can, if we can do that and be you know fairly consistent and keep things to around 15 in the other quarters, then you know we've got a lot of firepower down the other end. We, we should be able to win most of our games. Definitely, I mean that was the thing that I think helped you today is that that spread of being able, people being able to, to score. And today you had the help from someone who doesn't normally put a lot of points in in Pereira. 
Yeah, look, you know, she's been working hard at her game and, um, you know, she, she's, a, she's a great athlete. She's been working hard on her shot and, you know, if we can have as many contributors as possible and, you know, that's going to make a super difficult defend. You don't know who's it going to be this week that's, that's going to be, you know, leading, leading the way off the bench or, you know, expect, you know, a lot from Tolos and the, and the Natties and those guys and, you know, you know generally my job is to, to be a scorer for us. But if we can get, you know, contributions from, from other people, you know, the, the Willows and Abby's been contributing um, on the scoreboard the last few weeks, you know, we're, we're going to be pretty good. Morale, more than anything, looks rock solid for you guys. You just look like that second quarter was pretty feisty. We saw a bit of a bit of a chesting up at the end there once the, the siren had gone and stuff. But as a unit, you guys just seem to like nothing's phasing you at the moment. I think that's a really big strength of this group. You know, you, you, you can sometimes see in, in other teams frustration amongst amongst the group and, and that. I mean, even if it's just for a split second, you know, that, that takes their, their focus away from, from what they need to do. And, and we really, really concentrate on making sure that once a play's done, there's, there's no blame, there's no, you know, rolling of the eyes. It's just, you know, we get together and, and we move on to the next play. And, you know, the, this group gets along, you know, super well. And I think it shows that on the floor. We were just talking with Coach Graff about, um, you know, the, maybe at the beginning of the season... I mean, every team at the beginning of the season, they're still working into to get into form. But you guys have looked like you've pretty much hit your straps now. But you've still got Abby Bishop to come back into the group. That must be a pretty good feeling too. Yeah, look, uh, you know, it's, it's it's pretty scary once we, we get it, we, once we get Abby back, our, our depth just goes through the roof again. And you know, I know we're, we're four and two, and everyone's sort of talking up Bulleen as, as being undefeated. But if you have a look at the the quality of opposition that we've played in in our first six games, you know, we've we've probably played the top. You know, the team that teams that will probably finish in the top five, we've played everybody and we've been able to get quality wins over, over Sydney and Adelaide and, and should have had should have had Townsville and you know you know, bullying game one, it, you know, it's a bit of a toss up, you don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna come out of the blocks and you know, I mean not that we play weaker teams coming out, obviously the Bendigos and those guys are gonna, are gonna be super tough but you know, we, we, sh- we should be pretty confident over the next few weeks that we can really string, um, you know, some wins together. Well, that's the thing, having had the pleasure of watching you guys play for 10 years now, you could, you could look at that, you know, in all respect to you guys. That game one wasn't a great game for the team as a whole, and, uh, but I thought bullying was strong. He only just dropped that game, so it's plenty of positives. Yeah, bullying are going to be, you know, definitely a top, a top two or three team this season, and, you know, I think, you know, we're definitely in the, in the mix with those guys as well. And, look, we, we had more people down that day um, than, I mean, they had... You can't, I wouldn't expect too many of those guys to play much better than what they did that day. You know, they had, you know, double-figure contributions from maybe, you know, four or five plays and, you know, 20 from, from two or three. You wouldn't expect that to happen, you know. You know, that's what you'd expect from them week in and week out. Whereas with us, we had, you know, more people down than, than not. Only had two players in, in double figures and, um, you know, we're, we're only going to get better. And, you know, that last game of the season will be, um, be a good battle for us, but we've got a lot in between before we face Bullen again. Awesome. Thanks for chatting with us. We'll grab your partner in crime here in the backcourt, Maddie Hurst. Looks like she's pulled her head out from the towel. Tough game for you, Meadow. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, playing against Ange, I think it's... Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, no worries.
we didn't contribute in other areas. And with, with players like Foley out of the lineup, they really need... Uh, it was an area where you guys really had them nailed, was that that court? Yeah, um... You know, you know, if we can lock down the other positions and uh, they only have one player that goes off like that, then then you know we've done a pretty good job. You know, we fully back, we fully out. Sorry, uh, there's a lot more shots to go around, and uh, also I don't think they knew who who they wanted them to take them tonight. Um, but they're going to be a totally different look next time when we play them in Adelaide. So uh, different game style, I think. So we'll have to go back and look at their their other game tapes against other teams when Foley's in, and uh, yeah, see what we'll have to do differently. And how are you feeling? You're uh, roughly a month and a half, almost two months into this. New season, you absolute legitimate starting five player in the league now, and uh, part of the Opals team. It just looks like a fit you like a glove now. Yeah, look, I haven't been happy the last couple of games with you know with my scoring. Uh, my three ball is not rolling at the moment, but uh, look, it, it goes in in peaks and, and flows, and uh, I'll just keep keep pinging away at training um, during the weekend. Uh, look, it's it's going to come. So if I can get that rolling and you know still you know get get 17 without uh, rolling the three ball, then um, look, I'm pretty happy with how I'm going. You mentioned uh, a couple of weeks back when we chatted to you, you're getting a lot more attention now. That's, uh, I guess that's the, the downside of, of, being, of getting that status and, and being considered a dangerous threat of a player. Yeah, look, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a compliment that teams have to have to shut you down. And uh, it's, it's taken me a couple of weeks to get used to it, and I've got to find other ways to get shots. And, uh, look, I, I think I've been trying a little bit too hard the last couple of games to, to find that, those kind of shots and I uh, just need to let the game come to me and uh, tonight I just relaxed a little bit more and uh, looked, worked off the bigs a lot more and I uh, was able to get those those little jump shots near the key. Definitely. We'll let you get back to the recuperation. Another great game, Natty, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Michelle, there's some stats there as we finally uh, close this one out. Yeah, look, just looking at the uh, lead stats for the end of the game, we've got uh, Bibby finishing with 22, top scoring for Canberra, followed by Tolo with 21, Hurst with 17, Pereira 14 and, and Abrams with 13, so they really spread the scoring around. Uh, in the uh, Adelaide, obviously, we had Marino ending with 23 for the game and then uh, Woosnam with 15, 11 for Warburton, who had a pretty good pretty good game and uh, newly with 10 so you know Canberra just uh, clearly that first half particularly that second quarter set up the win for for Canberra and uh, Adelaide just weren't able to recover had a solid second half Simon but you know the damage was done definitely um, you know just chatting with a few of them there they they're pretty much both sides acknowledge the fact that that game was uh, you know it's a game's never won and lost in one quarter but uh, that second quarter really hurt Adelaide and it really worked well well for the Cubs. So next weekend's games, we'll jump ahead to those. We've got the AIS versus Bendigo. They'll have the AIS training hall next Saturday, 31st of October, 6.50. We'll be kicking off our, our telecast. And then Capitals Radio will return next Sunday, the 1st of November, 12.50. We'll start off with a uh, 1 o'clock tip-off. So until then, on behalf of Craig Ravel and Michelle Hawkins, this is Simon Peters for sportradio.com.au. We'll catch you.